got a numb dick. What else we got? We're going to have a laundry list. Before, oh, before this whole thing's over with this new thing we're doing, uh, 545, I'm just going to rattle off about 500 facts and it'll be 10 a.m. We'll be all done. Special thanks, or a, a hello, I suppose, to uh, my uh, Jew friend from the Suns game, Sherry. She's out there driving around this morning and never gets to listen to us live. She always listens later, so she texted in this morning and said, Shalom. Why is she doing that? She's driving. A woman driving? Cam yeah, Newton says that shouldn't happen. Cam Newton is in trouble right now for saying he didn't want a bad bitch. He wants a bitch that's subservient. I don't know who, what, what, what kind of trouble is Cam going to get in. He should just date himself. Yeah, he, well, he, yeah, he, he is the bitch. There's nothing nothing about Cam Newton that isn't what he would love. He, he dresses like a woman. He good on that uh, podcast. Sexy scarves. I'm, yeah. sure he's a, I'm sure he's a culinary genius. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He should probably just get a copy of himself out there. And I don't know what kind of punishment Cam Newton can face. Evidently, lost his oikos. Oh, is he no longer oh, doing shit. yogurt? Yogurt uh, still in 20, had him? In 2017, because he said he did said something to a female reporter. Oh, yeah. No, he's not. He's irrelevant in the NFL. Laughed so. at her question. Yeah. He doesn't. He's old-fashioned in the way. Basically, what he's saying is, I prefer a woman that... Uh, like cooks, cleans, does the housework, and things like that. And you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to want that. And he said, "What I don't want is a girl running around like what's going on with all the being I'm a, a boss bad bitch. bitch. I'm a boss bitch. I'm gonna. All right. I'm not interested in that. And I, evidently, you can't not uh, express yourself at all with those things. You shouldn't have done it on a podcast. No, you and, say between between breaks like we do here. Exactly. <laughs> God, bad bitch. That's the last thing I want. Can she cook? I mean, we've all thought it. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, nobody he wants was, He was talking mean. about his parents that have been married for years, and this right. is how it worked for them. And he was raised by a, a woman who was uh, the traditional sense of lady role. And then, of course, uh, his dad was probably uh, the traditional male role. And he believes in that. Shut up on podcast. Like Brett said, talk yeah. about it amongst your friends in private and quiet. And don't lose your job over it. We all want that. Every, every No person would want their partner not to be subservient and uh, and fall at their feet at every chance. It, you're not supposed to say that, but everyone would love that. Brady, you go home today, and Ronnie hits her knees and says, whatever you want me to do today, I will do. What would you like me to prepare for dinner? You'd be like, no, no, I need a bad bitch. Walk around this house and start pushing me around. Of course, everybody wants that. You're not supposed to say it. That's if I survive stroking out first, you know. What? What, what, <laughs> what just happened and who are you? Where's your alien spacecraft and where's my wife? Nobody wants to. Everybody would love someone to to just fall and be their slave for a day. It would be amazing. Flat amazing. But you're not supposed to say that. Supposed to say, I want an independent woman runs about and does everything on her own and doesn't need me and doesn't really pay attention to me that much and I have to get my own food and I don't want to help out with yeah of course nobody wants that that's what you're supposed to want you're supposed to want Cardi B to come in your house and tell you to go F yourself and then 
I don't know, some bad boss bitch to come in and say, I would like it if she made like a ton of boss bitch money and then came home and was super sweet to me. Unless she looked like Lizzo or something. No, if she looked like Lizzo, I wouldn't be talking to her in the first place. I'm like Larry when it comes to that. (laughs) I'm not as bad as Larry, but you know what I mean. (laughs) That's how it is. Uh, I, I do have to say yesterday was one thing after another with the whole deal down there in the subways in New York. They're making a big deal that the U-Haul he rented at Arizona Plates and nationwide now they're looking for this guy Frank James of the James Gang. 50K. That's it? On that, Yeah. That's all they're offering? Yeah. yeah you better up that a little bit. You better bit. bounce on. that up. I'm not going nationwide. Um, five foot, five inch, 180 pound black guy who's got guns and bombs. You better have more than 50,000 for me. At least six figures. I mean, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah by the time what you spend and then you pay taxes on it. And you're <laughs> you just not making ta- anything. You do have to pay taxes oh, yeah. on it, I'm sure, yeah. Screw that. I'm out on all that. But uh, <laughs> that news came in. That was miserable. And then I'm having lunch with Brady and uh, Mike Broomhead there from the KTAR. And my phone beeps right in the middle of a story. And I look over and Gilbert Godfrey, the news that Gilbert Godfrey yeah. passing away was just brutal. And so my head just started to spin. I, he's one of my favorites. Of all time, no question. He's a comics comic. He's one of those guys that if you didn't think he was funny, I found him funnier because of that. It, he was one of those uh, deal breakers that if somebody's like, oh, I don't understand. He's just loud and annoying. Then you just realize, oh, I don't need to be friends with this person. They don't understand what hilarious actually is. This, if you don't find it funny that when he met Jacqueline Kennedy, he said, do you remember where you were when you heard Ke- Kennedy was shot? <laughs> if you don't know funny at all, if you can't appreciate how incredibly hilarious that is, and in the voice, you know. Excuse me, ma'am. Do you remember where you were when you heard Kennedy was shot? And to have Jacqueline Onassis turn to you and just start laughing like, what an asshole. You just can't appreciate what funny actually is. I've, I've, people who don't like Gilbert Gottfried are... Passing through this world to me, they're not. They're not making it their own, and they're not. But Gilbert was brilliant and studied the, the craft and knew it was. Uh, you know, uh, similar to Norm Macdonald in the way they just appreciated well comedians' deliveries, yeah. jokes. I'm not so sure Gilbert was one of those because Gilbert was around in the '70s, just doing it and his way. Because he needed, to, he, he could study it all I day think long. It was. He didn't come up with his own. No, like, that was him. That was just who he was. And then he was but just I this passive little fella. Later, I mean, when um, when he came in here a couple times, but he's you'd think he's just in his character the whole time. But he oh, likes no. to laugh at whatever. Oh, sure. so when, I was going to ask that. Is he like that no. off air? And he's when super he's not on? passive, sweet, tiny little man, gentle. Oh. Yeah, super sweet guy. And uh, I met him again with Craig Gas once, and it was. Uh, Hey, how are you? Everything is okay. We are very, uh, we're just going to have something to eat. Real calm. You just feel like he absolutely, he wants to listen to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. How are you doing? And tell stories, and he doesn't necessarily, but on stage, he was a, he was a murderer. And no one, I, I, I don't know anybody like him. There was no one that told, it was Henny Youngman. Like, it was one-liners, and it was just absolute jaw-dropping material. So a week and a half after 9-11, he did 20 minutes on 9-11 in New York. And floored the entire audience. Nobody laughed. No one. Granted him for bringing back. And he got a standing ovation. Yep. Because the wow. whole place was just going, I don't know if you're supposed to do this, but what this guy is doing is as brave as walking back into those buildings. I mean, it was crazy. And uh, I know comedians that were there. We've talked about plenty of people that were at this thing. And Gilbert just said, I'm going after it. Watch this. And 
that stuck. It stinks because he was one of those brave ones. And then the Affleck, the one thing that he was uh, in the on the cusp of the very beginning of the cancel culture with the Affleck uh, duck situation when he was the voice of Joe. All he said was Affleck. That's it. That was his job. Uh, gave and he told us he said. Uh, 150 grand every time you go in and record different Afflecks. So he did it like three times a year. Uh, you know, probably half a million dollars a year saying Affleck into a microphone, different versions of it. And then, uh, but they hired Gilbert Godfrey. They hired Gilbert. And, and honestly, Gilbert Godfrey changed my mind on how I approach stuff because of uh, him being in this room. Uh, he came in and he said, we, I asked him, I said, what was your biggest mistake about that whole thing? Because he went off after the there was a tsunami in Japan. And it uh, caused the nuclear power plant to leak into the ocean. Remember, and he was making all sorts and he of tweeted jokes. a bunch of little yeah, little tweets and jokes about uh, you know nuclear fish and nuclear Japanese people and all the stuff again, and just joking about while it's going on the tsunami that was devastating the coast of Japan. And he's making these jokes. Well, Affleck fired him because it was inappropriate, and the world basically said, "You hired? Did you not know who you hired to be the Affleck duck?" And it was so offensive. It was a perfect spotlight on what cancel culture is. So incredibly offensive, so awful that Gilbert Gottfried, because he could no longer be part of Affleck at all. So they hired a guy to do the exact same voice to, to be the duck for Affleck. Yeah, the guy sounded, yeah. They Almost did it never on, really they disappeared. Did it, did he? Like, it would be like, John, can you do the Affleck? Perfect. You're hired a third of the price, and Gilbert is no longer part of it. Although the thing that we lean on is his voice, his distinct sound. Gilbert Gottfried was distinct to a T. You knew it when you heard it. And uh, they're like, we're going to use the same exact sound. Uh, but we can't be affiliated with Gilbert Gottfried anymore. It was the dumbest thing ever. And I think they still use it. I think he's still that voice. And they acted like they had superseded Gilbert's voice with the... Like, everybody associates that voice with the Affleck duck, not some comedian. Boy, were they wrong. And Gilbert said, uh, my one mistake in that entire deal was apologizing. Hmm. And I said, really? And I went, Why? You apologize, you admit you're wrong. Nobody wants your apology. They want your admission of guilt, and I would never do that again. I would say uh, something along the lines of saying I I would uh, basically tell them you hired Gilbert Gottfried. And I do this over here, and I get paid to say Affleck for you, and the two things are not connected. And if you don't want me a part of it, that's fine. Because you you hired me to begin with, and it's not like I don't have anything else... uh, you knew who he was. jokes or whatever. You knew who he was. And that was his thing. But 66, 67 seems to be the age we lose great comedians. Robin Williams was 66. Gary Shandling was 66. Uh, Gilbert, 67. I think Norm was 65. Uh, it's a list. It's a list of guys that when they get around there, uh, Bob uh, Saget, Saget was 65 or 4 or something. I don't remember how old he was. But that's the age when they start to go. And it's the 70s and 80s comedians. So... Probably cocaine cut off about 10 years of their lives. That's my guess. Isn't Louis Anderson right in there, too? Louis, yeah, Louis just passed, too. You're right. Yeah, Louis was right. In, I think he might have been closer to 70. But even still, Louis, Louis shouldn't outlive anybody. No. Louis shouldn't be the one we're going, oh, he made it much longer. So whatever those guys were doing to their bodies. But, yeah, people forget Gilbert Gottfried was on Saturday Night Live the year after uh, the Not Ready for Primetime guys went off. He was part of the 1980. SNL, it, he had a career, and it was—it just sucked. I hate that. I don't know. I don't get pushed back too hard on uh, celebrity deaths unless it's somebody like that. It's like, oh, I didn't expect a world without Gilbert or Norm or all those guys that start dying. Like, I didn't want that world to exist. I didn't. 
Saget 65, Louis 68. Was he 68? Man, it's right in that, that wheelhouse of three, four years where comedians are all dying at 60-something. But, uh, yeah, that stunk. It just flat out stunk. Right in the middle of listening to Broomhead uh, from KJR talk about something. Uh, probably cisgenders or something like that. Making unbelievable ghost guns. <laughs> yeah, we just sat at uh, Phoenix City Grill. We just made ghost guns with uh, Broomhead all day. I should have been there. Oh, it was Damn great. It. Great fun. We never finished them, so it's not really a gun, no. but we got all, almost all the parts we need. Just a hammer, I think, is all that's left, and we're really, we're going to be fine. But, you, you know, stock in the barrel. We'll get it together. It's hard to get all the parts. you got to go to three different places until they ban them all. But, yeah, so that was uh, kind of sucky. Yesterday's news just came in one after another. You're like, well, that's garbage. And I don't know if you guys watched. It got weirder yesterday if you were watching any of the NBA play-in games. The Timberwolves and Clippers were playing in Minnesota, and uh, in the middle of the first quarter, Kevin Harlan says, uh, we have to stop the game. There's somebody out on the court, a fan or a worker, has passed out right there under the basket. Completely passed out. Somebody wandered off onto the court. And he goes, well, I don't know if they've passed out or no, it's some sort of person. That's, they've graffitied the court. Uh, it's a protest. They walked right out onto the court past security. And, and then the sideline reporter said, it's weirder than that, Kevin. Uh, a woman protesting something has decided to glue herself to the court. Oh. So she put super glue all over her hands. Oh, my God. And went out onto the court and just. That's a bond. Oh, yeah, immediately. You, the, the print is still on the key. You could see it all night long. They peeled her right off and got her out of there. They pulled her off. <laughs> ripped her hands open and whatever. I don't know if they were bleeding or not, but she <laughs> was protesting because uh, I didn't know this, but the Minnesota Timberwolves owner is uh, he owns chicken farms. And she was protesting. She drove all the way from Los Angeles. Give you the age. Drove all the way to Los Angeles, from Los Angeles to Minnesota, to do this. It's a protest that this guy's chicken farms were inhumane, and and uh, the way chickens are treated are is inhumane and whatever. So she glued herself to the key last night during the game. They had to delay the game to peel off some loony protester. I can't imagine being that into something. No. Like I wouldn't drive to I don't drive to Gilbert. Like if there's if it's meaningful, if somebody's like oh, like some like a funeral for someone I care about. So, oh, it's in Gilbert. Uh, can I send something? I don't know. That's that's a long drive. I'm not driving to Minnesota. I don't have that kind of passion for anything. I love animals all over the place. But there's got to be a shelter closer to my house I can glue myself to than all the way to Minnesota or somebody else I matter about here than the owner of the T Wolves. And who pays attention? To Minnesota Timberwolves basketball, or I guess the Clippers, and she might have been playing because she was with the Clippers. I have no clue, but then you go glue yourself to the game. What kind of vegan fundamentalist has that kind of love of both basketball and uh, humane treatment of Way to poultry? ruin that road trip. It he was should, weird. He should be celebrated. I love chicken. Oh, I absolutely <laughs> that guy should love be celebrated. chicken. Not absolutely. Protesting. And again, I've always said this. We're the ones who kept chicken on the planet. Yeah. Without humans, chickens would have been eaten up long ago by uh, wolves and coyotes and everything else. The reason chickens are so abundant in population is because of us. We make chickens, like, there are more of them than anything, and they're, like, more than ants. I'm always blown away how many eggs and chicken wings, and I'm like, there's so many chickens. So, humane or otherwise, the only reason they're on the planet is because we we make them. And so we uh, can do whatever we want with them. Like Cam Newton says, they're ours. You know, treat that bitch chicken however I want to. Women in California have been road tripping. There's another lady in 
drove from California to Michigan to meet a 14-year-old boy. Well, I mean, that's different. If the dick pic fits, you know, you got to make that trip. <laughs> I just don't get gluing myself to anything. I might maybe run around with uh, treat chickens better written on my chest and run up and down the court once and take my... Get tackled. Get arrested. And, you know, that's all we made a pro... You glue yourself to the court. You know, it was hard. I was eating chicken right when she did it. I'm like, well, this is impossible now. I gotta, I'm going to eat two... All right, I'll get over it. Well, as long as she was just under the basket, that way they can't call uh, charges or uh, three right. seconds. If she's yeah. in that well, little. She was in three seconds. No, no, she was okay. not in the safe area. No, she was. The three seconds can get called where she was. She was definitely called charges. She was in the paint. If she was outside the circle, then she can get charged. But she was inside there. She's illegal every direction you look. Illegal offense, illegal defense. She's doing charges. What a pain. Yeah. So they just peeled her off. Three guys just. They, she was down on, and you see the security guys trying to pick her up, and they're like, she's not getting up. <laughs> Hand rips off. Right there, the handprints on the court. Pretty impressive. So it was a weird night, a weird day just all the way around. I thought for sure uh, she was upset that Gilbert Gottfried had passed away and wanted to get out there and do something. Remember Gilbert. Why are we all having so much fun with Gilbert not in the world? And I, I look, I'm all for humane treatment of chickens. If it makes them taste better, if that's a, if that's a catalyst to them actually tasting a little better, okay, because they shoot them full of the antibiotics to make sure. Because chicken or avian flu's everywhere, and they got to be all loaded up with antibiotics and steroids and all that stuff. Um, so far, the treatment of chicken, the way we're doing it, is mother f- delicious. So oh, whatever yeah. we're doing, keep it up because especially that that bachelor roasted chicken you get when you wander into Safeway when you have a weekend. Yeah, the rotisserie, oh, the rotisserie chicken. Is that a chicken or a hen of some type? It's I don't know uh, what it is. A piece of heaven. It is. It's it's heaven. In, it's heaven in a little plastic box. And uh, I don't care if that chicken was treated humanely, or if it got John Benet all over the room. I'm eating it, and it's oh, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I look. You do you. I feel like chickens are being treated inhumanely. I'm going to sit and enjoy some of Earth's finest cuisine. Chickens usually involved. Oh, that skin when it peels off. I'm like, if anything, I'm the, stuff. If anything, I'm the creepy one. I take its dead body and start peeling it apart with my fingers. Uh, you need to just have the uh, empty cases on the dash of the Jeep. Like <laughs> oh, you, man. Like people leave their <laughs> remnants oh, behind. Glue your ass to my guy's Jeep. I've got like five of those. <laughs> Tell you what, anybody interested in the humane treatment of chicken can glue themselves to the front end of my car. I'll help. I'll be going about 55 up 52nd Street here in a little while. If you just want to stand there. Glue it up. I, put some glue all over your hands. We'll, get you, we'll tattoo you right to the front of my car. It'll be easy. I don't have that passion. I don't have anything I would glue myself to over... Do you have anything you love that much? Even your daughter and stuff. You're going to glue yourself to a basketball court to have her treated better. I mean, if they said uh, we're eliminating pizza in America, I might glue myself to a court. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. If they banned pizza. Yeah, so you can no longer get it in the U.S. How about this? Yeah, okay. In the entire United States, I think we might have a problem. Yeah. There'd be a lot of people glued to stuff. That's that's a Which we know one. will never happen. Okay, yeah. What if they, they banned just the toppings of meat because of humane treatment to animals? Yeah. yeah no. you'd, they you'd just fire on the Capitol. Yeah, you'd have to go and I think we'd do another insurrection yeah. on that one. But that's like passing a law to take something away from you. Do you have anything you're passionate about that's like, this means so much to me that uh, I want them to ban stuff. I want... To change the rules, I don't have anything that you would glue yourself to a, a court. to something to say you need the the laws need to change. 
or somebody needs to know that uh, chickens are being killed and uh, treated poorly while they're and they are being treated poorly. But I think that add their fear tastes fantastic. I think fear in chickens it adds to the flavor. I'm pretty sure they've interviewed free range chickens <laughs> yeah. compared to the ones in the coop, and yeah. and they said, oh, it's much better on the free range. To be killed free range is much better yeah. than it, to have a taste of freedom. Rather than to be banged into that whole, and thing. then they fly into a fence and kill themselves. No one wants to see chickens. Are right. so they're dumb. They're dumb. People uh, don't want to see briefly how, how food's made. You don't want to go to a slaughter. Yeah, you don't want to go to a piggy farm. You don't want to do any of that stuff. You just want to eat well, it. Well, you might. Uh, in other ways, you might appreciate it. Might not a. Uh, you appreciate abuse what? You don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. It wouldn't. Be, if that you makes don't. you. A, you don't want to see that. If you go there to I appreciate the workers in there for doing that job. <laughs> right. You appreciate the end result. We know what you appreciate. Walking through, giving them high yeah. fives, everybody. I don't know how you guys do, but I am glad you do. Half my dick's numb. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did he say? Try rubbing this on the chickens. They won't feel a thing. It's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, get rid of those uh, wipes you got for your dick and give it to the chicken farmers to go numb the I'll chickens. Put a, yeah. It's just it's it's like chicken medicine. They just they'll calm them down. Yeah, whatever we're doing to chickens to make them delicious, I think fear might have something to do with it. Keep it up. Keep it up. Get their adrenaline pumping. Anything you'd glue yourself down for? I, I thought about it last night, and I'm like, is there anything like I would do to make it so people need to notice my way? Like, this has to be normal. I, I don't care about anything enough. Like, I would definitely involve myself in a pet charity if they needed help or, you know, if there was something you could toss money at. And say, these guys need me. That's helping. Something that I would say, I don't like the way this particular industry does something. I'm going to glue myself to the basketball floor, let everybody know. And nobody knows this person's name. Or How did they, did they during the game, announce why she glued herself? Yeah. Well, it came out during, I don't, I don't remember them saying anything on the game, but it came out. In the news, everybody went to the Google, like, what just like, happened? I mean, how do you find out, I guess, did her shirt say something, like, eat it less must chicken? Have. You or... couldn't tell. Yeah, she was peeled off there so fast. And, uh, was she dressed like a Holstein cow? <laughs> yeah, eat more. She was from Chick-fil-A. She was one of the Chick-fil-A cows, that. yeah. And again, that's all. That, that might bother me the most is the ad campaign where cows have become self-aware. Uh, to the point where they realize that it's chickens you should eat and we get murdered for our food. And then they never learn to spell uh, chicken. They spell it wrong. I mean, if you got to the point where you were so smart that you knew billboards were advertising and you could, you, you'd learn chicken would be spelled. It bothers me that the cows are spelling like a third grader, but are so incredibly deep otherwise. That bugged me. Maybe I'd glue myself on the marketing floor to say, guys, this chicken can't be. At least let the cows spell chicken correctly. Let's not make them stupid and philosophical at the same time. That's it. That's all I've got. I've really got nothing I care about that much. I'm not, if, if someone was slaughtering dogs and using and sending the, the meat off to, like, uh, you know, China or Korea or yeah. wherever they eat dogs, and we're slaughtering them like crazy and, uh, you know, treating them poorly, and Robert Sarver, the owner of the Suns, was, that was his side business, uh, maybe I'd glue myself to the floor. But I don't think I'd be alone with dogs. Chickens, I think we all are kind of hypocritical if we're... Sarver owned uh, dog's head meat. <laughs> right, and he's just lopping dog head uh, one after another. Sarver can't get enough of cutting dog's heads off and serving them up as cheese. Uh, maybe I'd be like, this guy's in a, he's a horrible human being. He's the Pol Pot of canines. Outside of that, cats, dogs, you know, home pets. A chicken? 
delicious. I would be a complete. I don't. I don't have that. I'm all. I you know I like meat so rare, not chicken. That's dangerous. But like cows and, and beef, I like beef so rare that if it wasn't for hair, I would bite a cow like an apple. She should have glued her hands down more. Uh, you know, the timely thing would be for Easter because a lot of families give their kids bunnies. Yeah. Do not give bunnies right. for Don't Easter. hand out bunnies as pets. Uh, yeah. They give those baby chickens, too, the little chicks. Yeah. They turn oh, into big yeah. chickens, and yeah. you got to eat that. you got to eat that. You don't want that running around your house. What are you going to do with that thing? All you're doing is uh, putting coyote bait out. Yep. One thing chickens are great for, if you've got a scorpion problem, uh, they'll eat them. No problem. And they keep scorpions off your property. But what they do in turn is the circle of life ends up in your front yard. You'll have coyotes hanging around your house. And, yeah, you need the, you need them to be free range because if they most of the time they do coop at night. Sure. And that's where the scorpions are coming out. So well, they, they go get there. them during the day. Well, they do. They yeah. do. They will eliminate your scorpion problem. They have no issue with that. But you now have a coyote problem. Because my friend started that. He had a ton of scorpions on his property and he... Built this Cut little down coop. on them We're gone. Like zero. It was yeah. amazing. Because Danny had thousands. And then I got 12 chickens, and I don't have a problem with them anymore. They eat bugs. They eat everything. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but, the, but you know. Poop all over it. Oh, and they too. stink. Yeah. That's the other thing. They stink. There was a guy that I used Great to, for your plants. Physical therapy guy I used to go to all the time. And he had a chicken coop in his backyard. Big one. It looked like a. And actually, it was a actual place from Vietnam. It was a hut. And his friend owned furniture shops and found it there. There she is, glued to the floor. Let's see if we can see what her shirt says. Yeah, if you can scooch in on the shirt. But yeah, he had uh, chickens back there. His backyard stunk, but there were no bugs. And the amazing part was his flowers and roses and stuff looked better because they ate bugs that destroyed roses. Yeah, she's got way too much on her shirt. You can't even read. There's too many words. Something keep your something. Keep, your, keep my wife's mane out your effing mouth. Oh, yeah, that's right. what it is. <laughs> Exactly. She's a Jada Pinkett chicken fan. Keep my wife's name out your f- mouth. Then he glued himself to the wolf's floor. This guy's a little pissed. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. That's, hey, Pat, that's chickens on my shift. Look, that's Pat Beverly right there. And he's a dick. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's even walking yeah, away from her. Back to, back to the matter. Well, let me just say, most NBA players, not a fan of you trying to stop the production of chicken. I'll right. just tell you that yeah. right now. That is not going to be. You're not in a favorable environment you're telling not the get NBA. Support, yeah, for sure. we got to stop the production of uh, chicken farms. Okay. <laughs> Right, that's a bad idea. You've just, by the way, all these seven foot guys here against you. So smart move. Pick your <laughs> pick your fight, stupid. Yeah, they peeled her off the floor and took her in. So Suns playoff game is Sunday at six o'clock. Easter. Maybe some uh, eggs and chicken protesters out there. I don't know. I don't understand. But it did make me feel a little bit like, eh, do I care about anything that much? And you'd have to do some pretty horrible stuff. I mean, I. I didn't watch Steeler games when Michael Vick was the quarterback for three weeks, two and a half. I just said, I, I don't want to cheer for that. I don't find myself comfortable cheering for that guy. He didn't go to jail for what he should have gone to jail for. He went for obstruction of justice. May I mean, there are a lot of people that um, found out that the owner owns uh, some chicken farms, and maybe that's how they start talking that make them better. Maybe the conditions there are Oh, yeah, I that's know. exactly what it is. Yeah. But the, you, would, you would do that? The owner had a chicken farm, and you're like, oh, you don't care about that. You've Not never enough. cared. You've never cared about how chickens are treated, ever. If you did, it was passing so quickly because the smell of chicken just went under your nose. It's a, you could run. I've been to you know, one in um, Arkansas. Because they're horrible. I, I, they're pretty crowded. You could 
legitimately at like Hooters on Wings Day run on their TVs like just a live shot of a chicken ranch. And I'd still eat the chicken, like just shooting them full of steroids and crowded into those. I'd still eat the chicken. It, it doesn't bother me. They're there for it to be food. There's, they're, they're, what about watching the old uh, hot plate game where you, the chicken dances to the music? On that's the, the, I think that's a little abusive. But my protest to still, that would but be. But you'd still be able to eat the chicken, right? Watching oh, I would that. eat that chicken. Yeah, the hot plate chicken. I would actually eat that chicken, put him out of his misery. I would do. I would eat that particular chicken. Right, it doesn't rot. Right, I go, exactly. I go yeah. eye to eye with that hot plate chicken and say, <laughs> you, you about done. I, I don't have that. I, we make, it's, you know, when the hatcheries and stuff make tons of shrimp, we don't pull them all out of the ocean. We get places that make it, and then they scoop them, and we eat them from, you know, it's we make chicken to be food. I mean, the farms are not just like, look at all the chickens that showed up. We did that. Yeah. So They weren't... Uh, Harnessing them from the wild. No. And is it gross and weird? Uh-huh. Do we have canine teeth that are designed to tear meat? No. Do we like chicken? You're goddamn right we do, so mm-hmm. keep them coming. And if you don't like chicken, you're in the minority, so knock it off. Leave us alone. Just stop it. Just go hate chicken somewhere else. Go to your vegan hut restaurant. With, there's plenty of parking every time I drive by it. There's no one there. Never have a wait at that place. Uh, John, would you would you glue your hands to a restaurant table to stop Guy Fieri from serving? <laughs> well, food? now hold on. Now we're talking <laughs> now about something so important. I would glue myself to Camelback Mountain and get eaten by buzzards if it meant that Guy Fieri could never cook again. If I could stop Guy Fieri from cooking, I would, it, I, it would be Christ-like my approach to sacrificing that. He sacrificed himself so Guy Fieri never threw raisins on pancakes again. I would I would do a lot to make Guy Fieri go away. If it meant me dying, the Guy Fieri also had to go. Yeah, you damn right. You count on it. I'd be dangling from a rafter. Like I'm, you'd I'm pull ridding, Jesus. You'd sacrifice uh, yourself for the, for the world. Ridding the earth of Guy Fieri if it cost me my life is worth it. <laughs> Completely. Oh, I can't now that's me. a passion. That's okay. I do have one. So it makes me feel a little better. The the inhumane treatment of Guy Fieri must start. We're treating him too humanely. Unlike those chickens. Treat Guy Fieri more like those chickens that on that lady plate. Yeah, put him on a hot plate and make him dance. At least he might have a talent doing that because he can't cook. And anybody in a shirt that has fire all over it and, uh, oh, and, a, and a visor and a catchphrase. Oh, go f*** yourself. Get me up on that cross immediately. <laughs> oh, yuck. Yes, there. I am now passionate. Nailed it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now for you can relate to that passion. lady. Yes, whoever the emailer was. Really, I can totally relate to her. Now I get it. I get your pain. To you, millions and millions of chickens being crammed into boxes is is, is the same thing as it is to me to have Guy Fieri walking on the planet. Prepping and cooking. Oh, being even in a grocery store. Time for guys' grocery games. Don't forget the raisins. For what? You got to sprinkle them on top of whatever you make. Everything I do is like a garbage disposal on a plate. <laughs> we reached into the trash and put it on top of the pancakes. Num 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 nums. That's waste management. Nothing's getting wasted here. You are disgusting. I looked at the Diamondbacks game last night and I was surprised to see most of the crowd. It was kind of green. I'm like, oh, it's green face night. Like, no, Guy Fieri's uh, restaurant next door was giving away free food. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I see that makes sense. That's why everybody leaves the stadium early. It's not because the Diamondbacks suck so bad. It's because the 
food next door is making them all sick. They got to get home. The glue dip is outstanding. Yeah, I would glue myself to Guy Fieri until he <laughs> killed himself. That would be my goal in life. Would be oh, just super glued myself to this douchebag. You're covering up all the hot flame shirt. Right. That's a for your benefit, dumbass. Nobody <laughs> wears this stuff unless they wear a shirt. You might as well wear a shirt that says I'm a dickhead. But my shirt shows that I'm on fire. I wish you were on fire. I wish the shirt was real. I wish the shirt was actually in flames. Yes, now I have a passion. I'll glue myself to that. <laughs> Screw you guys here. I hope you're listening. And I hope there's a match and something flammable nearby and you make your shirt a reality. <laughs> oh, that would be fantastic. If his shirt actually, that would be a, the most ironic death of all time is if his shirt caught fire while he was trying to cook something to throw raisins on. <laughs> that would be the best. I'm burned to death. Oh, isn't that a shame? Well, you've kind of been rooting for that the whole time you've been wearing flaming shirts. <laughs> Idiot. Thank you for finding that. Now I feel better. Now I feel like I've got a purpose on this planet. Unlike that other lady. Glues herself to the Timberwolves floor. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! So do I remember the time Brady tried to glue himself to that Hooters girl in protest of the owl wars in his neighborhood? The combination of numbing cream and the grease on his fingers neutralized the glue, though. Just looked like he was grabbing her. Yeah, I remember that was tough. Tough day. It worked. It did. The owl wars are over. Brady's neighborhood owl wars ended peacefully, if I recall correctly. Very quiet. Very nice. It's a good thing. Um... When Broomhead at lunch yesterday, I was talking. This has been making the rounds all over the place. And it's time It's time we all put a stop to this. This is ridiculous. Be whoever you are, but this is it. Mike played it yesterday. It was all over the news. As a first-grade teacher teaching his kids. Uh, uh, it used to be a woman. Now it's a man. But th- these are the words that are being told in a school. And I'm not trying to be political. This is just this is absurdity. I, I point out absurdities in life. This is one of them. Means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl based on what they look like. And most of the time, that guess is 100% correct. There are no issues whatsoever. Um, But sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, When the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man. But when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, And until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. And this was super Just because that doctor was wrong. How about that? Here's one thing, because I talked to a doctor about this yesterday. Just asked. I'm like, when you guys guess genders? I'm like, and he started laughing because I heard it. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Do you ever guess transgender? Is that ever even a guess? Is that one of your guesses? Is that, Why don't we just flip a coin at this point and say, ah, whatever it lands on is what your kid's going to be. No. We got the big wheel of dick in there. Yeah, yeah the wheel of dick. Yeah. The wheel of dick or no dick. Literally. Dick or no dick. Let's play. It may look like it's got a dick, but we're just guessing. Doctors have been known to just be ge- We got to stop that. The doctor I talked to, was he laughed. He goes, look, the word guess applies occasionally but very rarely in that case do we just look and guess he said in fact if we don't know for sure there's tests 
Like your body has some scientific markers that say this is what's going on. You then can do it because I, I, when I said, do you ever guess the gender? Do you ever look and go, you know what? That's got a penis. I'm throwing out transgender today. I'm just, I'm taking a while. It's not FanDuel. Birth is not a, like, oh, I'm going to take a shot here. The, the, the odds are against me, but I'm, I'm throwing out uh, transgender. What's the over-under? And then I'll go tell the parents, guess what? You had a transgender. And maybe they're from the deep south, and you get your ass handed to you by a couple of hillbillies who don't want to talk about trans and cis and anything else. You're born something. It's not the doctor's job to figure out your brain yet. You don't know what it is. The baby doesn't even know what that means. And the doctor doesn't guess. He says, here biologically is what this thing is. Go off and do whatever you want. But let's stop this. Can we all agree, even the trans people, that this is not accurate? And what happened in school? Because on top of that, then if you have this conversation, there's another conversation where people are like, here's also what indoctrination is in school. Uh, telling a boy he should dress in jeans and a shirt and a girl, should she should be in a skirt. That's indoctrination. Uh, you know, having... Uh, it's just, it's all the things that are typical. It's like, that's all. So indoctrination has been going on the whole time. I don't know that that's indoctrination. This is just showed up dressed like a boy. Show up dressed like a boy would just think you're Traditionally, a boy. Traditionally, this yeah. is how they dressed. Do whatever you want, but let's yeah. stop. Let's, let's, can we all agree? Can we start there that we all agree doctors are not guessing your gender? Is that a safe I, spot to begin? Yeah. That, well, no, yeah. don't even act like you're worried about it. No, I mean, I, I agree. I, I'll glue I agree. myself to a, to a ground here on this one. It's like, all right. Let's glue ourselves down a little bit on the idea that doctors, let's not put the heat on them to guess whether or not your kid is trans or not. Your baby, your brand new infant. What happened to our brains where this is an argument in anything? And by the way, schools, enough of you. Nobody cares what you used to be a girl or a boy. Enough of all you public school teachers, all of you. I pay for you, okay? Yeah, I've had a job for 21 years. I'm pretty proud of the fact that I got into an echelon that they start hitting me for more taxes to pay for you. I'm proud of that. But if I'm going to pay for you, I, I got the right to tell you to shut the f*** up. Teach them reading and writing, and that's all you need to do. Then a little math with the Asian teachers. That's it. That's all I'm looking for. These kids yesterday aren't able to have their uh, nap time They're so, after <laughs> right. that speech. Well, then there's the other thing. Look, teachers, that. I've had it. I've had it with these teachers that scream for more money and everything else, and then these videos come in. I know it's not all of you, but will you? it's like the steroid era of baseball. Yeah. Will the Greg Maddoxes of the world start going up to the guys doing steroids saying, you're wrecking it for all of us. You're ruining it for me with your cisgender, transgender doctor guest talk. That's going on in the news all day long. You're wrecking it for all us normals. There's plenty of great normal teachers. If I was you, I'd quit today. I've said it for years. You, you normal teachers need to quit your jobs. They don't pay you any money. It's not worth bitching about. I'd go work at a private school or a bank before I'd ever teach in a public school. The parents are dicks. Always up your ass. The news is going to follow you. And for some reason, you got a bunch of coworkers that seem to think that six, six-year-olds need to know what their dicks and vaginas are doing at that very moment at all times. It doesn't make any sense. Read. Math. Maybe a little history. We don't need to worry about what gender is. That's somebody else's job. So shut up. It's not their job to teach any of that. I never got that. Did you? I never no. knew my teachers. Like, if my teacher used to be a woman or a man, sometimes I was curious if Mrs. Korn's mustache was because she had some something wrong with her. But I didn't care. And and I shouldn't have. It didn't bother me either way. Was she good at what she did? Probably. I don't know. I got through it. Get me in. Get me out. I'm not trying to be your friend. I'm not trying to learn something new from you. That's it. Doctors are not guessing. I knew Mrs. Gender. Black was female. In second grade. Right, because of the missus part? She leaned over and... <laughs> All right. 
showed your cans. Or... Yeah, cans. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. You still have cans and, you know. Yeah, I think, they're, well, they're nice packs then. Big, thick, juicy ones. In second grade, you got a little chunk. Second grade, I remember noticing that. Did you need a little numbing cream at that moment? Were you about to blow? That's where the first thought came. <laughs> I got to numb this sucker up. <laughs> Don't anyway. ask me to solve the problem at the board. But it's very funny to me because the... Uh, this is what the, the what your reputation is. So normal teachers, I'm putting it on you, much like I used to put it on potheads to stop going on TV before pot was legal. You were the ones ruining it for all the other ones. You with your white kids and Rastafarian knit hats. Playing and hacky sack. And playing hacky sack and stick juggling, yeah. telling us the benefits of medicinal weed. No, it's better. Nobody's ever been. Nobody wanted to hear from you. Everyone looked at you and said, is this what pot turns you into? Make it illegal. That guy's a f- dick. You needed a guy in a suit who looked professional and smart to go on TV and say, these are the things weed can do. And eventually you caught on. Same thing with you teachers. You normal teachers have to get out there and start telling these ones to shut up. Because they're filming themselves doing it. And it gets on Fox and it gets on... NBC played it and tried to have a counter to it because they knew somebody else was saying, stop it. It's not, it's not your job to tell me what uh, my gender is. That's my parents and me. You don't have to care at all. Zero. And it's not a guess. Because the doctors never once said, this one's transgender. By the way, your baby is also black. It is? Honey, what do you have to say? I think he's just guessing. I don't know what's wrong with him. This doctor's just throwing out guesses. Oh, that's what, of course that's what you'd say. I knew you were the pool guy. That's not the pool guy. We would have a black pool guy. (laughs) Uh, Why would he? He's not getting in. Anyway, yeah. Nobody's guessing anything but boy or girl. And they're always right. We can start at that foundation. They are always, as a doctor would be at the moment of birth, correct in the in the address, addressing the sex of the baby. Sometimes the baby comes out without genitals or with some sort of hodgepodge going on down there, and they do a test, and the, and the chromosomes tell you, oh, here we go. This is what we got. We got the X, the Y, well, and the Y, and the Y, and the X, and the X, and all this. Wasn't other it stuff. traditionally too that they would leave it up to the parents? If it was if it was a 50-50, sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if they left it up to them. They told them, here's what it's leaning. Here's yeah. what's going on inside. We got ourselves a hermaphrodite. Has both. Has some. Then you got, that's a met. But the doctors aren't guessing that either. Wasn't that Jamie Lee? Didn't she? Evidently, Jamie Lee Curtis was born a hermaphrodite. That's got a name for a reason because science has gone off and studied it and figured out, oh, this is what happens when this goes on. And that's called hermaphrodite. And you can live that life, or you can be that forever. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And it shouldn't be a six a six year old that has no idea at all. And the ones that do think, I think I'm trapped in the wrong body, way ahead of the curve at six, <laughs> way ahead. But if you start planting the seed, you're like, well, now I'm just confused. It's easy. They're mush heads. You can confuse them real simple at age six. So that needs to stop. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on on that one. Doctors are not guessing your birth. Just not a thing. You can change it later. But there's a reason it's a medical procedure. It's because you can't wish it away. It's not a guess away. I guess I'm a woman, so I'm a woman now. Nope, you need to go through some stringent uh, medical procedures. Some physical, some psychological, and everything else to say, yes, my genitals were wrong. That's you later. I found this hilarious. But then I get the other the email from that guy who's like, check this out, the counter to it. And it was all about, like, uh, you know, everything that's normal in life. And, and the guy's like, we can't even say go sons at my work anymore. 
I'm like, why? It pisses some people off. Jeez, like, just stop talking to each other. Who's mad about God. that? Who's mad enough to complain? Well, they're just pissed off that they don't have uh, the equal chance for the mercury, too. I mean, oh, that could be. You know, that's probably what it is. Yeah. I like the idea last night that the uh, you know the Clippers lost to the T-Wolves, but uh, the score was just a guess. Uh, turns out the Clippers think they won. So they did. The, we were just guessing that every basket that went in counted as a certain amount of points. We didn't realize that the Clippers were counting them as five points for when they did it. So they clearly won the game last night. It was just a guess at the end by uh, TBS and the NBA. Uh, we're just assuming that the T-Wolves... No, it's pretty factual, pretty cut and dry, easy peasy. Doctors are guessing. What's wrong with us? Flip a coin. That's it. Just throw the coin in the air and go, ah, the coin says your kid's a... We don't know. We're doctors. What, do we expect us to read books about I this I don't stuff? know, Doc. That looks like yeah. a dong to me. Yeah. <laughs> Doc, you're telling me that this little dong on Kevin, though we're naming him Kevin, we knew, is uh, you just took a wild shot in the dark and it turns out that's a girl? Yep, turns out. I looked into a magic eight ball, as us doctors tend to do, you know, and it came up girl or try, try again. again. <laughs> Not sure. Try again. Uh, you know what else is crazy? Doesn't this throw a huge wrench into those gender reveal parties? Now, I'm going to switch. And names. I'm going to switch teams completely and be on the side of this teacher that says doctors are guessing if it eliminates completely the gender reveal. Because as far as I understood it, that whole ultrasound that, that saw the pee-pee or the vagina inside is not a guess. Pretty accurate. Like that little internal, that yeah. you know, that outside the tummy camera that rubs around on the lady's belly. And like, do you want to know the sex of your baby? And like, mm, oh, are you going to guess now? Why don't we just wait until the day of? I mean, I can guess the sex of your baby. You don't need to spend all that money on an ultrasound or any of the, the prenatal anything. I can stare at you and go, mm, boy, I'll guess. I might be wrong. But don't take my word for it if it comes out a girl and say, yeah, but that guy guessed boy. So we got to start dressing it different. Then I wonder how bad some parents will feel because the doctor says I'm I'm guessing that this is a boy and then they go ahead and give him a boy's name. Do you really want to do that? Take that chance? I mean the, the doctor's guessing that it's a boy and then you give him a boy's name? You're really wow. messing up the kid. I mean how upset would you have been Brady if they told you Kirby was a boy and it came out a girl? The only thing you're mad at is that you painted a room blue already. Yeah. Yeah you're only upset at the idea of like well I wasted some money on that. That's indoctrination. You're painting a baby's... Yeah. Uh, maybe that baby hates the color blue. No, baby doesn't hate or like anything yet. Just showed up. Uh, this one said, John, did you know if any of your teachers had deep ramming gay butt sex? No. I assumed too, and that was in high school. I thought the librarian at our junior high was clearly homosexual. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. I don't know if he's still alive or not. I would assume no, because I think the weekends treated him so badly he shaved <laughs> off 20 years. We knew Dave Churchman was gay. You knew a few in of them eighth were gay. Grade. Right. But you didn't know he was having ramming, as this person no. was, butt sex. You just Maybe it was tender and passionate. You don't know. You don't know what his love life was. And you didn't care. He just, you know, it would be every four days. He had a, you know, teachers, you get used to their wardrobe, just sure. like anything working with. But Dave uh, always had a, a shirt that had hot chocolate. <laughs> and the, it was dribbling, you know, it was like oozing. Yeah. But it was sparkly rainbow. Oh, he was gay. Hot Super gay. He was trying to tell you, but back in those days, he was smart enough to keep it to himself as far as like, by the way, kids, some people yeah. are gay, and here's what we do. He was a great weekend. teacher. My teacher was Mr. Olson. And I remember when he would say, oh, my wife and I went out the other night. And the whole, the whole, <laughs> why is everyone laughing? 
My wife and I went out the other night, and these kids, I'm telling you, I have a wife. And we would hysterically laugh. It turned out he was straight as an arrow. <laughs> as far as we knew. Straight as a roller coaster. No, right. Well, an arrow, <laughs> arrow that had some wind. So anyway, last night was a real... I got home. My wife hadn't even cooked. What is going on? Oofta. No laughing at class. Yeah. <laughs> kids, I'm serious. Let me finish my story. So last night, we were going to get into the throes of passion. My wife and I. All right. That's enough. You're all going to detention. Yeah, we knew a couple of teachers that had that way. We didn't know up until maybe junior high, high school. Like the signs that we were looking for. And maybe we were wrong. Because guess what? We were like 11 and we were making guesses. Because 11-year-olds guess. They don't have backgrounds and doctorates and all sorts of stuff. Grown-up doctors that guess? I don't like that. You get this tumor on you and we could put you through all sorts of tests or I could just guess like Karnak. Sure. Let's save me some cash. You guess whether this is malignant or benign. Well, I could be wrong, though, because it might identify as malignant, but be benign. That's not a thing, Doc. Just uh, let's go in there and and see if this cancer is malignant or benign. It's one or the other, right? Well, I mean, it could be cisgender tumors or... I'll just take a shot in the dark here. Let me lay hands on you. What year is it that we think doctors are guessing? The technology's not there yeah, they yet. don't have it. I, I've sat in CAT scans, and they're like, hmm, well, this didn't do anything. I think you've got shoulder cancer. They're correct 5% of the time. Right. You don't know. <laughs> we were guessing. Well, I would kill a doctor if he said that. What would you put me through that for? Well, we're sorry. We got in there, and we were really way off. I'm like, why? Well, I'll be honest with you. We were guessing what you had, and we all had some bets on it. Turned out you're completely fine. When did you know you were wrong? Well, when the man had the baby. <laughs> right, when that guy over there made the baby, we were like, oh, wow, wild guess going, well, it's part of the risk of being a guessing doctor. I don't want a best guess. Uh, I just don't understand that. Doctors, when he says that, doctors take a guess. I mean, it's it's embarrassing to humanity that we're at that point, and we can't fight this guy, because then you're a bigot. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Miss Hammond read, but I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies are born, the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about All right, them. that's it right there. I'm walking out of the room. No, they so don't. glad I don't have kids. Oh, isn't it the best? Oh, man. Yeah. High five, man. Because, yeah, because I'd go with... Now, my friend Thomas Wells has a great story because he has come from Scotland where they did try to indoctrinate kids to believe... The There's traditions. Oh, it's a tradition there to do that. And and they're on high alert in Scotland about indoctrination of children. One side of the country. The other side's all for everybody being, I guess, indoctrinated. They want it to go a certain way. There is a full battle. So he's telling me this years ago. And he goes, my boy was in school the other day and he pushed some homo. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you telling me? There's a homo out there in the yeah, playing and stuff. And the homo grabbed his bottom. And Connor turned around and pushed him. And guess who's in trouble? I'm like, Connor? Yeah, hi. Will you believe that? And I'm like, well, he shouldn't have pushed him. He probably should have just walked away. Oh, no, no, no. Homo grabs your ass. You <laughs> knock him down. That's assault. <laughs> so guess what he does? The teacher brings him back in and makes Connor hug the homo and apologize. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's kind of nice. I think there's a, oh, it's not nice. It's <laughs> no nice. So I went all the way down there. I mean, you went down to the school. I... And I told the teacher right in front of the class, you make my boy hug a homo again and you'll have trouble with me. (laughs) 
I'm like, I don't know. You're handling this better. <laughs> oh, I handled it well. My boy, nay hugs homos. I'm like, I think, and that's why, that perfect story example is why, teachers, you leave it up to the parents. You may disagree with Thomas's ways, but you trying to change them just creates trouble for you. Teach them math, teach them reading, teach them writing. That's all you need to do. Because you don't want Thomas Wells coming in. You made my boy hug a homo. <laughs> and then now you're like, well, sir, we have different feelings about what the... I don't care. You got a lunatic on your hands. You created more trouble for yourselves by trying to teach the right thing your way. Stop it. Just stop it. And good teachers have to stop the people from thinking this is a good idea. As a parent, though, as, you know, with Kirby in school and everything, I, I appreciate the fact that the teacher is teaching uh, the kids to get along no matter... Sure. Let me tell you this. Let, let me put that on them because... And I can't, you know... In a perfect world, you'd want them just to teach the subject, but sure. you'd learn from your teachers no matter what. You'd learn and from so social studies. Yeah, and so there let is a trust this, factor. Flip it around. Uh, some kid grabs Kirby's ass. She turns and knocks him down and Kirby's in trouble. And then she's got to go hug him. Yeah. And th- there would be something going... I, I would go in Different. there and say, all right, isn't that assault? Or, yeah. You would be... But at the same time... Active and saying, this guy handled it badly. But I look at it this way. I know it's happened. I mean, I know kids will do that. Not... Not sure. thinking that's an assaulting move or... You grab ass, but yeah. if the kid that pushed him over said, uh, you know, I'm not handling that, and that's the only one that gets in trouble, the parents are going to get involved. And that's the problem you have, is that you're involving people who don't agree with you. And wait, just leave it alone. The best thing you can do as a teacher is go, sorry, kids, separate them both. Everybody, do it like cops do with domestic violence. I don't care what happened here. Yeah. Everybody's separate. You're not staying here together. You're done being friends. That's enough. That's it. And so, you're separated. We're not dealing with it. And that's how you have to handle it. And that's why cops get a bad rap of being, like, cold and icy. They don't want you. They don't want to make some nuanced decision that's like, well, maybe this person. Ma- nope. They go in and go, what happened here? Well, you called. She's been punching me. He's been punching me. All right, you're both separate. You're both done. Somebody's going to jail, by the way. One of you is going away because we can. We, that's the only way we can guarantee you two stay apart tonight. They that's handle it. most of the discipline like a first-time offender. Okay, one time. That happened, like if he, the cops, if a kid oh. grabbed a grabbed ass or whatever, right. they'll dress it. They can, they know the ones that are multiple offenders. Yeah, but it does, that doesn't matter. If a kid did it once and Kirby knocked him over, just knocked him on his ass, Both and Kirby's in, in trouble. Yeah. They're like, hold on a second. What about this kid running around grabbing girls' butts? Like, there's something wrong here. Boys are tended to... Good teacher assesses both sides of it. That's my point. Yeah. A good teacher knows to just go, everybody's in trouble. Get it off my desk. That's I don't understand you school... I don't understand public school teachers trying to get involved in this. I don't, the last thing I'd want... I, my, my perfect school year, if I was a teacher, would be I never talk to one of the parents. I'll tell you That's why. That's a perfect I mean, year. I know you don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to hear... I'll tell you it. why they... Because they care about the kids. That's good. why. Care it's about, hard yeah, not to stop. You, get involved in that. Stop time. doing that immediately. That's the biggest mistake you're making as a teacher is caring about these idiots. One kid you know from all the years you teach is going to make it. The rest of them are just going to be uh, the worker bees, and then a few of them are going to jail. You don't need to care about these kids that much. <laughs> you know what they'll say? Yeah. Worth it. Yeah, yeah, compl- one of them right, makes that's it. That's fantastic. What a lovely sentiment. Lies. Bull <laughs> Brady. They don't. I meet teachers. They drink themselves silly and have sex parties on the weekends they can't go on Facebook. Well, can you blame them? No, not at I mean, all. What could they deal with? Yeah, uh, you can care about the kids all you want, and you want to love them and all day, but keep it between. That's where they have to stop. 
pull it back. It's not working. Your way's not working. You go in at uh, 8 and you leave at 5, and then you leave those idiots behind and you grade their paper. I was at uh, the Super Bowl, and that teacher was grading the papers. And I'm like, every kid that you have that you hate, give me a look. And she's looking up like every three seconds. She hated the whole class. She likes like two kids. <laughs> they care about the kids. Good for you. It's not working. Reading, math, writing. Mr. Rogers, not the TV one, but right. my sixth grade teacher. He cared about us, but he also cared more about getting home to his uh, whiskey. And that's all he wanted to do. Like, let's get through this goddamn day. It's like, everybody shut up. Do what I tell you. If Mr. Rogers ever sat down, if anybody told him in the curriculum today, you got to teach these kids about gender and how it's just a guess, he'd be like, go f*** up. I'm teaching them how to read. And they're sixth grade. <laughs> they get yeah. paid for yeah, it. Yeah, every good teacher would go, I'm not doing this. You teach them that. Even the ones who have transitioned be like, I'm not getting involved in that. That's a slippery slope. I'm not going to go in there and tell a bunch of kids something. They're, te- they're going to go home and tell their parents, and I'm going to have some whack job parent come running and telling me the opposite. Why even bother dancing in that water? Get out of there. Idiot. Hi, six, six-year-olds, 30 of you, with probably, I'm guessing, about, uh, I'm dealing with about 41 parents here. Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you something wildly controversial, and then you're going to go home and relay that to your mom and dad. Your mom might be a drunk, and your dad might be a religious fanatic, and I've just got nothing but heat for the rest of my Or I can just teach you addition today, which is done, and the day is over. Maybe I won't be your favorite teacher of all time, but I'm getting my checks, and I'm not going to be on Fox News tonight. This is a better life. Seriously, public school teachers, today, today's the day. Quit. Quit your jobs. It's pointless. You're not getting paid enough. Your passion is not being rewarded. You're never paying off that student loan. Go to Home Depot. They pay well. Go to Walmart, Amazon. I mean, the the pay is unbelievable. The benefits are so much better, and you never have to deal with somebody's parents. Awful. You want to be, you know, a, a mentor to a bunch of children? Coach Little League. Would you be upset about it if you're literally coach? All right, everybody, take a knee. John, she made a hell of a play there at second base. <clears throat> I'm your baseball coach. My name is Mr. Fanning. I want to teach you kids a little bit about what doctors do when you're born. <laughs> like, all right, what are you doing? I'm teaching kids about, uh, you know, their genitals and stuff. Like, you'd throw them in jail. If some guy just drove up to the bus stop and said, do you realize that when you're born, a doctor makes a guess on whether you're a girl? Like, Get out of here, you nutball. Why are teachers allowed to do it? The reason they're called tight ends. Right, look, here's what we do here. You don't know. Look next to you. Look at that little uh, feminine kid, Garth. He's probably born with a puss. You kids don't even realize that Garth has a puss. I'm guessing here. But that's what the doctor did. He guessed. I'm looking at you, Garth. I got to assume you either got a real small one or a puss on. Because you can't hit. Because you catch like That's why you're out there in right field, Garth. Garth's terrible. It just it doesn't make anybody else in any walk of life talks to a group of kids about this, and they're in trouble. Teachers do it, and somehow or another, they've got a clear path. It doesn't make sense. Stop it. None of that needs to be... I don't have kids, but none of it needs to be in school at all. Never touch my boy and make him hug a homo. Because that's the type of parent you might deal with. And Thomas wasn't wrong. You can disagree with how he feels about gay people, but that's how he chooses to raise his kid. And he went into that... He burst into that... You know Thomas. Oh, yeah. burst into that classroom. All right, which one of you jackasses is Miss Jackson? That's me. I'm Connor's dad. You made my boy hug a whole more. <laughs> right in the middle of the whole room. Yelling at her in his kilt. Screaming at her. Yeah. just confusing Half his kid. face was light blue. He was dressed as Braveheart. It was amazing. <laughs> He'll never touch a whole more again. I'll pull him right out of this public nightmare. 
Sir, I don't understand. You made him hug a woman. But that's what you're dealing with. Why do you want to? Why hit that beehive? Always think, public school teacher, Thomas Wells might be coming into my classroom later today, and I just don't need that. And, and to the other side, doctors are not guessing. Just flat out not guessing. It's not a guess. I'm sorry, Megan Rapino. It's not a guess. It's a, it's a legitimate fact. It's you, genetics. You have to deal with it. You have to deal with We have to start at the basis of this is what it is and then go on from there. But this, they're not guessing. They've made a fort. Like there's an entire industry of blue and pink powder that says it's not a guess. There's a whole group of parties and party planners and event planners making a killing on women trying to fleece us for more gifts for their stupid uh, gender reveal parties, which I'll never attend one in my life ever. Never, ever has a man wanted to go to one of those. Zero interest in ever going. We have to feign interest in you because other because you're emotional and pregnant. And basically, if I ever went, it would be because the guy's like, please, she's driving me nuts. She's gonna. We're not going to be allowed to hang out anymore if you don't show up to this thing. Like, oh, my friendship's not worth that much. I don't have a friend I like that much yeah. either. So it's not a guess. Let's start there, and we'll move forward. Is this for me? Uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never hog a whole mole. No, I don't know. That's it. Uh, <laughs> That's actually good. Hey, uh, maybe you should ask that Kara that emails you uh, if she had a black son or if that was just a guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know her history with men, so I don't think you need. I don't think you'd be guessing. But maybe. But I didn't. Honestly, didn't we, think we had a um, a little bit of a guess with our friend Todd Merrill. Well, he was adopted, right? And so, and he was a lighter colored. Uh, so they thought he was white color, for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> lighter color at birth, and he was adopted by a white family. In Mesa, and it was illegal in Mesa for white people to adopt black kids, and they didn't know. And then as Todd got older, he passed the uh, color tone. Yeah, he on started, the way out of the hospital. He started to hit the higher end of the Sherman Williams chart. About a month later, so the and they're like, yeah, the swatch going, "Wait a second, you're not allowed to adopt him if he goes one shade more." And they tried to take him away. Yeah, <gasps> you're kidding. No, no. and his dad said that he was dad was sheriff at the time. Said. Yeah. We love this kid. You're not yeah. taking him away. City Services went in and said, uh, he's charcoal gray right now, but if he gets anywhere near Onyx, we got to take him back. <laughs> well, he's more of like a lighter gray. Isn't he more of a gunmetal gray? No, he's charcoal gray, sir. Don't fool yourselves or us. And they tried to take him back, and they passed. Todd is a friend of ours, and they passed the law in Mesa based on the idea of taking an adopted child away based on interracial whatever. Yep. This guy should have been a teacher. Hey, John, just remember this. Kids... If she has an apple, she probably has a banana. <laughs> There's good teaching. That's a, that's what Mr. Rogers would have done in sixth grade at Roosevelt Elementary. All right, here's what you need to know. This little area here on the neck, if it bulges out, she's got a dick. All right, let's get to some math. I don't know why these teachers are putting themselves in this position. I just don't. Stop it. I'm, I'm proud of you. You transitioned. You're living the best life you have. You used to be a girl. Now you're a boy. What and you got to do? Great. Do you. Yeah. Don't make that everybody else's problem. I got a, a load of in my brain I'm constantly floating around with and garbage in my life that I'm not bringing that into the party. Hey. It can be avoided. Stupid. Anyway, what are you going to do? But it made me laugh yesterday because when Broomhead was talking about it, I'm sitting there going, this can't be real. This cannot be real. We, that we're there, and that and that argument can't be shut down immediately. Like, we can't shut arguments. That's like two plus two is five. And you're like, no, stop talking. Stop it. I'm going to glue myself to a floor. I don't understand it. 
but good luck to you. I hope you're all guessing your gender properly this morning. And if you are still guessing your gender, uh, well, maybe make a decision. You just seem indecisive at this point, right? Uh, there's, a, there's about to be a very awkward moment here at the station. As the kegs are being dropped off for the Easter keg hunt as we speak. And my artist, J. Todd Himes, has just dropped off my latest feature at the front door. So the Bud Light guy, uh, the, the truck driver from the truck that we see there from... Uh, it's going to see a painting. It's going to see a painting of Donald Trump with about a nine-inch wing, or a nine-foot wing. Oh. It's a pretty great painting. It's going up in the H&H Ranch, but he just dropped it off. I don't know where it is, but it's not a parting gift, uh, truck driver, so please, please just stay put. Yeah, the kegs are here, ready to go for Friday. And, uh, you know, I guess Friday we'll guess... If you got one or not, and we'll guess what five thousand dollars looks like, and we'll guess that we gave it to you. How about that? I paid you that money. No, you didn't. I guessed that I did. Huh? That doesn't count as actual payment. Well, I guessed it, and uh, I said yes, I well, paid it. That's it what they do day. at the bank. Yeah, yeah. They determine their credit cards are guesses. They're basically, like, eh, I guess you got enough for this. Guessing. My balance says I have this much. Well, yeah. I would love we don't it, know for sure. That's a guess. In the maternity ward, the doctor reaches into his awesome white coat and pulls out that eight ball and just starts shaking it. You have, ooh. Try again. <laughs> Try again later. <laughs> I don't know. I'll get no back one. here a little bit. The only thing we know medically how to how to determine birth. Yeah. I have a, I have a uh, the doctor friend uh, that takes care of emergency rooms, and there was a like a 100-year-old woman in there. And she had to go out and say, hey, look, if this gets hairy, do you want us to resuscitate? Assuming the DNR was in place. And uh, the family's like, absolutely. She goes, if I perform CPR on your mother, I'm going to turn her to dust. You realize that, right? Do it. You you want me to try to resuscitate her if she's... Yes, by all means. I'm going to reiterate again that if I do that, she will have nothing but broken ribs. This is a frail old woman. Do it. Okay. You got it. Doctors will do what you want them to do. All right. The lady didn't make it. They pretended they resuscitated. I can't imagine they actually went in there and started to smash her up. Like bubble wrap. Turn her into mummy dust right there on the table. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, doctors are pretty much sure of a lot of things in this whole covid thing made us all hate doctors but doctors would be the first ones to tell you hey a lot of stuff we don't know we're doing the best we can but gender's not one of them gender isn't even close to one of them they're pretty good at it they're real good at it it's 100 percent correct there are no issues whatsoever um and, but sometimes the doctor is wrong the doctor no they're not that's not 100 percent. that is it they're never wrong well, the guess was 100%. Like he said, hey, you're a boy. That was 100% accurate that time. That doesn't mean their record is 100%. Sometimes, and they never guess transgender, according to my doctor. Uh, what, what so basically, you, like being a doctor is like being a weatherman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. Might rain. yeah there's it some might science. Not. There's some science behind it, but 38% chance of uh, it's partly cloudy, partly boy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's there's science. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I don't want Royal Norman delivering my baby, but, <laughs> well, you know, hey, whatever. Hey, look, he's as qualified as a doctor, according true, to this guy. He just true. goes in, takes a look, and takes a shot in the dark at what he thinks he sees. We think we see a little Alberta clipper down there. <laughs> I don't know what we got going on here. I'm going to go ahead and say, boy. What makes you think that, Doc? The dick. <laughs> it's been kind of tried and true for a few thousand years, so. I'm not seeing it. I'm going to lean on history here. I'm going to lean on history and say that little tiny vagina I'm looking at and making me look too long. 
girl. Are you sure? No. I'm not, I'm not writing it down or anything. Ma'am, you're telling me this twig and berries is... <laughs> uh-uh. No. No. You can dress it however you want. You can start messing with his brain. Right there's a boy. All right, we'll do whatever we want. That's it's on you now. I'm passing it off to you. Those lunatics think that's a girl. It's got a dick. Uh, it's time for the the song there, Bert. What do yeah. you got? All right, well, I need all the doctors to come out tomorrow to guess the combination that's over right. at Action Ride Shop. There'll be some guessing tomorrow. That's right. Uh, keg number one will be out with me over at Action Ride Shop on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, we got a combination. We got it locked to like one of the benches in there, basically. Yeah. And uh, if you guess the combination, you don't have to get up early on Friday to go keg hunting. Or You're you can walk off of one. Oh yeah, and yeah. get two. Yeah, yeah whatever. Fantastic. I'd sleep in though if I had one already. If so, I had one, I would me. also sleep. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, Check them out, uh, actionrideshop.com is where you can get all your details on everything, and of course, 98kupd.com. But uh, on the list, we got Deftones, uh, Drowning Pool, Slaughter to Prevail, Ministry, Amana Marth, Power Man 5000, Coming at Terror, Anthrax, Megadeth, Soil, Static X, Poil Jam. There's some heat on this oh, one. Yeah. Amana Marth and Terror, Slaughter to Prevail. What's Bratva mean? I have no idea. Oh, man. Valhalla awaits me. Oddly enough, Amon Amarth also makes me think of my Scottish friend Thomas Wells because he was doing some, uh, he has a construction thing, and and he did a bathroom help at my house, and he brought this little dude that looked like Robin Williams in from Fisher King. And he's like five, he was like a troll. He was like five feet tall. And he'd, uh, Thomas would, guess what, I'm not coming in today, but Robin Williams will be there. I'm like, all right. (laughs) So Robin Williams would come in, mm-hmm. and he listened to nothing but Amon and Marth. Oh. And the whole time that little troll was in the bathroom with headphones on. <laughs> hey, Robin Williams, quiet down. You're upsetting the patrons. <laughs> Sorry, Thomas. Hey, Christ, man, you listen to that satanic music all day. Next thing you know, you can make me hug a homo. Pipe down, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> quiet down, Mark. Mark. Quiet! No, boss! Christ, old crutch. Look at him go. Oh, and build me heed, this kid's non-stop with I'm on their Mars. And the guy loved him on a Mars. Now, now I gotta hear it. Is it, bad? Is it a bad one? I don't know. I don't know. Not in there anymore. That's not good. Yeah. Uh, you pick one, because now I just can't stop well, thinking about it. Well, then I'd be I'm gonna go terror. Yeah. All right, terror it is. Pain is forever. They're coming to town, uh,. Next month. May 30th? 31st. Yeah. 31st. Yeah. It's a Tuesday night. Back again at the I'm same going. spot. I'm going. I'll go with you this yeah. time. Uh, no, they're at, they're at the Crescent this time. Ooh. So they were at uh, the Anvil, uh, the yeah. gay bar last time. <laughs> the Rebel. The Rebel Lounge. <laughs> it was the Anvil. Then they turned it into Rebel Lounge. Yeah. Used to be the Mason Jar years ago. But then it turned Anvil and had a, a gay flag on it. And now it's the Rebel Lounge. And it looks great in there. Rebel Lounge looks cool. Oh, he put some money in there. It looks man. fantastic. And talk about the real estate. It's a great area. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So, Tara will be out there. That's so, good. they keep guessing at what the bar is? Yeah, they keep guessing for names and whether or not it's trans or not. <laughs> By the way, this is, a, and this is a parent. This person emailing is a parent. This is what you're dealing with, public school teachers. We mentioned that lady who was a protester. And this is all that came to mind for our listener, Cranston. It's disgusting. He says, imagine the drive home with that lady who glued herself to the floor. How do you think she wiped? She probably had sticky fingers and all that protester pubes got everywhere. (laughs) Why in the world would 
But he's right. When you think of a protesting woman, you never think of a clean-shaven area. Do you? Absolutely. You it's gonna be. Not. It's gonna be rugged. You most got of the time. protesting pubes. <laughs> protesting. You're loading your protest pubes. No woman who protests is clean down there. That's a fact. You've never yeah. seen one. You've never once thought of a protester and gone, "I bet you that thing is immaculate." It's pits, a mess. Everything. There's pits. Like cherry pits or olives. Is that and, what you said? And armpits. Oh, armpits. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think you had a pit down there. You had to yeah. spit out. There oh, is. Ugh, what is that? You got to the pit. Oh, are you an avocado? Oh, we got it. We got an email from uh, Tom Brenneman over there. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These Castellanos are recruiting six-year-olds in school now. There's a deep drive by Castellanos. <laughs> These... Homo F-words are recruiting six-year-olds. Boy, I tell you what, Brady. When we were in college, it was never a guess. If you had to guess, you didn't buy it a drink. Bought it a pizza. Well, you had to guess whether she was alive. <laughs> Brady and Brennan used to order pizzas for the dead girls. Then watch them deliver it. See in heaven, Brady. With sure that, will. With that, no, you won't. You're not going <laughs> With that sweet angel you ordered pizzas for. And then laughed and laughed. Look at him take a nervous sip. But haunting She's me. She's going to be at the pearly gates going, yeah. no way, Chief. Yep. Here's your pizza, dick. God, I never ordered. I just watched. <laughs> right. You were worse. You didn't, you didn't do anything about it. And God, I admit, it's kind of, yeah, it was weird. It was funny. Was it? Yeah. Not to your Lord and Savior, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> to me, sure. But guess where I'm going? See you down there. See you at, uh. See at the basement dance. Yeah, if you're telling that you, you make me laugh with a story like that, you have to realize Jesus is crying. Kittens are dying. <laughs> Ordering pieces for the dead. What's wrong with you? Anyway, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, you got it ready to go? Yeah. Which one are we doing? Terror? Yeah, terror. pain is forever. Pain is forever. This is terror. Yeah, get your foot off the gas. Cruise control right now because this one will make you go. It's terror. Concert sacking rockets. 98 KUPD. Is officially concert psyching rock at this point. That's Five Finger Death Punch. They're coming here with Megadeth, who was just down there in Tucson a little bit ago. And uh, yeah, nobody needs to go to Tucson. So Megadeth, they come up here to a normal city and they're going to do a show with Five Finger in August. Tickets going on sale Friday. And that's a heck of a show. Uh, Five Finger is fun live and Megadeth, of course, just shreds it. So you got two headliners there. Uh, tickets on sale. Everything available at 98kupd.com. And check out all the info there. Ticketmaster.com is where you grab your, grab your tickets. Uh, this one says, uh, John, back to the uh, back to the rant about the guessing gender. Said, uh, did Toledo's dad even stick around for the guess? <laughs> I don't even. I don't know. Was he there when the doctor threw his uh, threw his dart at the board to find out? And then I got a, a, from an actual medical professional, Brady. So I've worked in the medical field for my entire career, uh, and yeah, we make some guesses, but. Uh, it's never during that. In fact, I made a guess for a good portion of my career. One time, a girl wouldn't tell me if she wanted to have sex or not, so I had to guess. Uh, signed, Nathan Sutherland. Well, Nathan, <laughs> I know that you were a, a hardworking medical pro. Yeah, the kegs are here, Brady. We're almost ready to go. Easter keg 2022. Brady, by the way, is just 30 hours away from hiding his kegs. Oh, yeah. And tomorrow afternoon. 
They'll start going in broad daylight the day before they're supposed to go out. The 16th annual Big Red Easter Cake Hunt will begin somewhere within like 25 feet of Brady's front Unless door. Unless I can take them home today. <laughs> no, well, you can take them home today and then start dropping them off on your way. Not doing that at dark 30. I'm not insane. It's like uh, when we had Ron Croft doing it years ago. He would just uh, like put them out on street corners no, and stuff. Put them out in like, front of his house. Yeah, he just try. The best hint is just to follow the salespeople. Yeah. yeah oh. That, because they, they just throw them out. They don't fine. try. No. They absolutely do not try. But uh, we do. Yeah. So a good portion of them. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to have to get up at all. We'll not be getting up. My method is brilliant this year. And we'll see. But I'm not going to be able I'm not going to have to wake up at 2 in the morning to go hide him. This Easter Bunny's got something figured out. And it's genius. And I'm still, by the way, I'm still hiding the kegs. You are doing it I yourself. Doing it. I'm not hiring out. People are asking, well, how are you doing that? Are you going to do it? What do you got? Somebody doing it for you? Nope. Because I remember Brady used to have Ronnie do it. Yeah, and he'd everybody hire the neighbors yeah. and he'd sleep through everything and not participate. And it was like nine at night. We've got 18 cars and, this year. <laughs> and nobody knew more than Brett that he'd get calls at 12 o'clock. I found keg 38. Yeah. What? <laughs> 38. It's on the jack in the box on Greenfield. I'm like, oh, God damn it, Brady. Wasn't me. I just sent him out before the sun went down. Anywho, uh, you can get all over that uh, starting tomorrow when Brady starts hiding him in the daytime. The Easter Bunny's afraid. Good of luck. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, Brady. Yeah, because yeah, his wife's going to hide him real good yeah. this year. For sure. Of the 16 years, Brady's participated in this like twice. Every year. That's right. You've participated every year by paying the people to go hide him. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, well, by, oh, Brady. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. It isn't Wings Day, though. It's almost tax day, according to Hooters. And Hooters wants to help. Today only, bring your little deductions to Hooters and get a free kid's meal with the purchase of an adult entree. Get those little deductions in there. Now, my question is to Hooters, what would it like my mom brought me in? I got a question, Jim. I'm her kid. Do I still eat free? Yeah. I do. I would say. I'm going to go ahead I'm and 49 say 49 years old. I'll just guess on it. Yeah. That's a good point. In. Just guess. Yeah, they let the doctors guess my age, like rings on a tree. <laughs> what if I yeah. go in there solo? Can I still get, you know, I purchase no. the entree and then get the kids' meal? It says it right here. Only valid for kids 12 and under, dine in only. Oh. Do you know why they have to put that on there? Because of people like you and me. I'll bring my mom in and I'll eat freaks. Technically, I'm her kid. Just have them guess your age. You're, yeah. you're good. How come 13-year-olds, I think they should make it up to 15, because then, then they can start working and being productive. 13, 14, they can't work. They don't have any money. So I think 50, but it's 12 and under. 13-year-olds, you're on your own. You're going to cost your family some cash today. But otherwise, bring those little deductions down. Tax your ass at Hooters. That's how it works. And then say, thanks, Hooters, for this Brady Report. Brady, report it. Good Wednesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Scrabble Day. Okay. Couple I'm good of at Scrabble. Huh? I like Scrabble. Not great at Scrabble, but I'm good at Scrabble. Of the nine justices on the Supreme Court, currently seven were raised Catholic. Two were raised Jewish. Eight of them are still rocking those denominations. But Neil Gorsuch quit. Was raised Catholic, but he's now Episcopalian. Oh, he bailed off into another area. Incoming justice, Tanji Brown Jackson. Say it she's again. for what? real. Do it again. Kintanji Brown Jackson. There you go. She is. No, the... we got. It. We understood your joke before. You can't double. She's up. non-denominational Protestant. And don't moan at him. Just let him get through yeah. it. <laughs> That's tough. The word compersion I have no idea. describes the happy feeling. 
and open relationships uh, that one person gets when their significant other has sex with someone else. It's cuckoldry. Yep. Will Smith felt compersion when that guy was ramming Jada's bald head. Yes. Okay. I've used it properly in a sentence. Found joy with August. Yes. August gave Will quite a, a good amount of compersion after he Krispy Kreme Jada's bald head. <laughs> Is that what, did I use it yes. right? Yes. Okay. He was loaded with compersion. Okay. Will Smith was oozing compersion while August oozed stuff all over Jada's bald head. Well, his, okay. Uh, Will Smith had so much compersion and pride when he saw his son's best friend uh, get milked by his wife, Jada. Yeah? Great use. Nailing it. We learned something today. The Beastie Boys were originally a hardcore punk band yep. with a female drummer. No kidding. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I want to say she was from, uh, one of the, I think, one of the chicks from Luscious Jackson or something. Really? I think so, if I'm not mistaken. I'll look that up. Luscious Jackson was pretty cool. Yeah, that naked eye. Well, I like yeah. it. Wallet Hub just ranked the 100 biggest cities in America from the best place to celebrate Easter this year and then to the Jerusalem. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? In America. In America, so Jerusalem, okay. Arkansas was not on the right, list. Well, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Bethlehem's a good one. The best place in America to celebrate Easter. The would rankings be... are based on factors like uh, number of people celebrating Easter, weather, brunch, restaurants, Tempe, candy, chocolate, oh, flower shops Tempe. per capita, number of Easter egg hunt events, and weather forecast. Tempe. Scott's, I would think Scott's so too. Tempe, Phoenix, I remember they Florida. did this one time, and Gilbert was up there at one particular time. Yeah, because well, like religion's got to be. Oh, man. so maybe we're looking at like uh, Salt Lake City. So here's what Wallet Hub came up with: okay. top ten: Pittsburgh, Birmingham, Alabama, Orlando, Cincinnati, St. Louis, Cleveland, Buffalo, El Paso, Buffalo. New Orleans, and Honolulu. No one wants to be in Buffalo in April. If you're or ever, or yeah, or April through March yeah. is pretty much when you don't want to be in Buffalo. The ten worst: hmm. North Las, Las Vegas, right. Henderson, and North Las Vegas, North Las Vegas, Aurora, Colorado, Henderson, Maryville. Nevada, yeah, Ilea, Florida, Gilbert, Arizona, Glendale, Arizona, Mesa, Arizona, Chandler, Arizona. We suck for it, huh? This year, yeah, I guess. and maybe it's because it's sometimes kind of hot. And the eggs rot. And the chocolate melts. It's got to be along that line. It must be it. Tucson's not on the list? Tucson's on every list of things. To, worst places to spend to any day. It. Yeah. Just to give it. Nah. In fact, if Jesus died on a Friday in Tucson, there would be no Easter because he ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah, he, Jesus would say, have you been to Tucson? Why would I return to that? That's my dad's biggest mistake. The average person discovers their favorite candy... Age of seven, five, low and low. Wow, 21, 10, 11. Is that true for you? I was thinking about it. And like, What's your favorite candy growing up? Well, the one to discover. Well, I was trying to think of what candy was the one that I, but your study says you've picked it them. when you were you 11. Changed it? All so of you them. switched. Yeah, I've switched. Make a choice. I asked you a simple question. Snickers was probably the first one that really hit home. First one. So you have yeah. Multiple favorites. Yeah, whatchamacallit. 
Kit Kat. All right, calm down. Symphony Bar, Hershey's <laughs> Cookies and Cream, Hershey's with almonds, Hershey's without almonds. And grand, that my whole favorite. Checkout area. Ten at the grand, CBS. not even the hundred grand. No, I liked them back when they were well. Back then, they were ten grand. Before inflation, before inflation boosted those up. How do they sell them? The price tag's right on the wrapper. It's too much. Hundred grand, you're out of your mind. I'll give you a buck for it. Hundred grand's probably up there for me. But Heath Good Bar, one. to the moon with the Heath Bar. I love those. I like the Heath, yeah. But M and M's are. Probably my go-to. Baby Ruth. Ew, really? That's as bad as a Three Musketeers. Baby Ruth. <laughs> I trade with you all day on Halloween. I'm, I'm in. Your dad left again. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> terrible decision by the boy. What's yours, Bert? Cannoli. Uh, all right, well, yeah, of course. Zag Do you have nut. a candy? You're not a candy guy, are you? Not really. Yeah. Not really. I mean, probably, probably a go-to is like a Snickers or something. <laughs> Snickers is good. I know. <laughs> oh, enough. I, why didn't do it? Toledo did it. I didn't. He planted us. A solid portion of U.S. adults admit that they're still on their parents' cell phone plan. We know. How old? Oh, yeah. We see it on that. How ID. old is too old to still be on your parents' cell phone? 25. 21% of adults on the survey under 30 say... Uh, their parents still pay their bill. I'll say this. A bunch of scumbags. 8% of I'll say a goddamn job. If you're still on your parents' Netflix account. Oh, they're stealing that password yeah, forever. I, that's Come the on problem. Is you, you, like, yeah. you, you can't sit and go, okay, boomer, and then steal their technology. What's the Hulu? Yeah, pay for your crap. Yeah, no, you have your own everything. The second you live on your own, you should be off of everybody else's plan. Totally. Majority think it's between the age of 18 and 25. You 25 is the math. Like, that's the latest you can go. STD rates have skyrocketed during the pandemic. You're welcome. New report from the CDC says the rates have, uh, in the last two years, have just gone up big time. Gonorrhea cases were up 10% from 2019. Syphilis cases rose 7%. Chlamydia actually dropped. Thinks because uh, it's just unreported. Same with a lot of the. Nobody wants to admit it. And no one wanted to go into the hospital during the pandemic. Oh, that's true. So you just took, you got to. Got to factor in some of that. Grab a Z pack from somebody and hope for the best. Let it ride for a while. (laughs) It'll go away. Dude, I'm blind. No, look, you're going to not be able to have kids because it's rotting your ovaries for the ladies. But guys, you can piss it out. I think. 57-year-old David Stover lives in Daytona Beach. Loves Wendy's. Doesn't like paying full price. A friend used to work there at the local Wendy's where he would go and, and would always give him a discount. But then he recently quit or got fired. So he didn't have that hookup anymore. But he came up with a new plan. Getting a law enforcement discount by posing as a DEA agent. Yeah. On Monday, police responded to a report of an angry customer at the Wendy's who was arguing with staff. Turned out David was demanding the discount, wouldn't back down. They claim he even flashed a badge. Turned out to be a cheap concealed carry badge. Yeah, you got to lay low. Once the Wendy's guy has you figured out, you got to leave. <laughs> Sound like he managed to get the discount a few times, but then the manager decided to put a stop to it. Don't make a stink. Go to another Wendy's. 
Family in Canada ordered Domino's Pizza last Tuesday, and within 30 minutes, their 12-year-old cat, Dwight, was stolen by the delivery driver. Great name. They have a doorbell surveillance footage that shows the driver walking off the porch with Dwight. Dwight was in his hands. He was keeping daylight. his cat. This is mine now. <laughs> Puts the cat in his car and takes off. The family called Domino's, uh, and they were connected directly with the uh, driver who claimed that the cat was a stray. But that doesn't really add up because he's no longer, you know, he no longer had the cat. Make sure you tip Dwight the driver. Dwight got away. Yeah. <laughs> they found Dwight six miles away. Wow. He's okay. He's back at home. I don't know why this surprises me, but uh, there you go. Concealed carry badge. 16 oh. bucks. It's a pretty good badge. Yeah. I'd get fooled by that. This is uh, a couple days ago was uh, National Pet Day, and I forgot to tell you about a good toy for your pet. Mostly dogs. Okay. You can get them uh, from Arby'sShop.com. You can get them a Arby's Roast Beef Sandwich Plush Chew Toy. You can get them a drink or a box of curly fries. Very nice. All plushy toys. Yeah. sixteen fifty a piece. Arby'sShop.com. Okay. I haven't had an Arby's for a while, but I assume. They still have the meats. That just tastes the same. (laughs) (laughs) Might need to add a little salt. Yeah, man. In Lake County, Florida, they've arrested this woman who was babysitting, Amber Chapman. She's 35 years old. She's facing aggravated child abuse charge. The four-year-old she was babysitting was uh, acting up. So she put him in the dryer with the towels and oh, tumbled turned him it for on. a little bit. Gave him a, gave him a spin. Yeah. <laughs> they are examining him at the hospital, and he told him, yeah, she put me in the dryer. <laughs> Closed it, turned it on, and then I thought I was done, and she uh, z- hit it again. A little dose. They uh, did uh, notice bruises on his face back and Sure, he's been thrown around in the dryer. He's going to have some bruises. There you go. <laughs> going to keep quiet now. You better be sorry. I'm sorry. Please turn it off. <laughs> Towels are done. Dad ought to learn him. <laughs> Not sure if I you saw this. That yeah, that's exactly. exactly. Dad will learn him. <laughs> Could you take me to the hospital for the uh, extensive amount of bruises and for probably some what? broken bones? <laughs> oh, now you want to go to the hospital, huh? Looks like somebody needs an agitating. You might remember this from a couple years ago. Uh, his trial's finally happening. Walter Harold Mitchell III, who's accused of dumping body parts around central Arizona, Ooh. is scheduled to uh, change his not guilty plea. He's going to represent himself in court. Oh, fantastic. Put this on TV. He's charged with 29 felony counts of concealing and abandoning a dead body. Authorities linked him to the remains found on the outskirts of Prescott late December 2020 through tags and medical gauze to accompany the parts. Ugh. He evidently owned a business that managed cadavers for research. Oh, The remains right. that included arms, legs, and heads have been linked to nine people. According to Deputy of Yavapai County Attorney, 
uh, Casey Harris, who's <laughs> representing the state in this case. Uh, I guess the the bodies were done, and he just wanted How many? to spread them out. Well, they've identified nine. And he he people. said not guilty. Yeah. At yeah. one point, he says, "Wasn't me. I didn't do that." Well, they're all linked back to you. Nah. I don't know how that happened. But. He says, "I've wanted a trial from the very beginning. I've been very patient, and I believe I can win at my trial." Oh, I gotta watch this guy try to defend that. Because I'll tell you right now, if you're accused at all of dropping body parts anywhere. You were too close to the body parts to begin with. Yeah, what what, what are you yeah. involved in? If, if you're the guy and you don't run a crematorium or something, and you're the guy who they're like, I think he did it. Like, you were too close to dead bodies to start with. You're guilty of something. He's looking at 22 years. Where was Nathan Sutherland in all this? This sounds like something he would be interested in. <laughs> Very quiet. Motionless like bodies his lady. out in the woods. What do you suppose Nathan's done that we don't know? He didn't. He wasn't monogamous. You don't suppose he, like, he had a perfect like alibi to get away with loads of whoever he's talking side about action. in some of his uh, rap songs. Yeah, but I mean, well, if he's got a type, would anybody know? Right. I like a demure, quiet woman. <laughs> what did he do that we don't know though? How many other facilities did he work at? Well, it doesn't even matter if it's hacienda. Like, what's the stuff? Or that he his did girlfriend that's... at the time? Had did no he have idea. one? I don't know. I don't either. He did. I he was, was two-timing. Right. <laughs> on one of them, he's never going to get caught. Was it his sister he was rapping with, or was that his girlfriend? It there was, was brilliant. Somebody. It was his sister he rapped with. I mean, it really is a smart plan if you're like, <laughs> if you want a polyamorous relationship, and you don't want any heat for it. Nathan had the right plan. But according to Cam Newton, that boss bitch he was dead. Yeah, oh man. Well, I mean, he had just had it with ladies who were independent. He needed a needy girl. But not too needy. Just a tube of applesauce every day is all really he wanted a girl to have. <laughs> She's an easy quick date. You just load up her you load up her bag and you you empty the other bag and you're ready to go. Well that's what was happening. You can call me a jerk for saying it out loud, but that's exactly what was going on. I'm not the bad guy here. The Seattle Space Needle is celebrating its 60th anniversary. And part of the celebration, they're going to paint the sloped roof galaxy gold, the original color. Ooh. It was first built. And it's a great giveaway. And five people will get a chance to paint the roof. Oh. Uh, and how you enter is The roof by of what again? The Space Seattle Sp- Space Needle. Oh. It was gold? Guess yeah, so. For the World's Fair. Yeah, I don't know that. What's I great it is uh, dirty. <laughs> you enter by telling uh, stories of your fond memories of the Space Needle. So, let's put some uh, seventy and eighty year old people <laughs> up there. I recall my when first time for- seeing it built. <laughs> Why don't you climb on up there? Let's get a little harness on uh, on Jethro here and put him on top of the they needle. Do harness you, but the winds get pretty yeah. whipping up there. Too. Grab a roller, dickhead. Start painting. You're a winner. They showed Russell Wilson raising the Seattle Seahawks flag up on the Space Needle once, oh. and he had to go against the Oh, yeah, he's leaning. I don't know what you're talking about, Space Needle. Congratulations, you're a winner. Here's a brush. I don't, I don't remember. What are you talking This is my first memory. Oh, you're gonna, your memories are made today. <laughs> go up there. Hey, Zeus. Get on it. Let's get to some radio videos. Why don't they take all those people living in Amazon and make them paint it? Give them oh, a job. Because yeah. yeah. you don't want to deal with them either. Yeah.
Nobody does. You don't want those people. Stick them in a Amazon building can house all the homeless. Dirty up the Seattle center grounds. Get them to Come paint on. the city. Paint the town red. Homeless. Let's, why don't we give them uh, get projects. it done in a week. Give them projects and have them do it. End of the video. Sorry, here we go. This is a, a new one. Thanks to our friend Mike Broomhead. Rodeo Rex on Instagram. Oh, yeah, he told us about this. Of them came from? So, yeah. yeah, he told us at lunch yesterday. Broomhead used to do rodeo, evidently, right? Yeah. And he's like, I was on Instagram, and Rodeo Rex is where I'm like, oh, Brady, you have an Instagram page, and the fact you haven't found this. By the way, people are looking on your Instagram page for your kegs because they assume that there's just going to be pitch, boring pictures <laughs> of kegs. Picture. Yeah, just. There it is. <laughs> Locations. Hidden behind this praying mantis. Ooh. I got distracted. Forgot I was doing the keg thing. But yeah, he told us about... Maybe I should have a raptor sitting on one of the kegs. Sure, that'd be Get around that. Go ahead and grab... Kidnap a a bird that's free and flying. Lovely. (laughs) Make it your slave. Cam Newton. Uh, (laughs) Rodeo Rex is an Instagram page. And I I don't look because I will not touch social media. I hate it. But here we go with Rodeo Rex. This has to be good. a couple of quickies. This has to be good. Oh, right out of the gate. I just skipped this one, Brady. That's too fast. Okay, I just wanted, I opened up with this one. A little teaser. The guy getting hit at a rodeo. And here's a bull taking care of one of them. Now, this is the the rodeo clown. You're not supposed to call them rodeo clowns. Right. We had that discussion yesterday. They are not known as rodeo clowns anymore. That's offensive. But they dress like them. But they're dressed as clowns. But that's not, they're bullfighters. That's not. that's what you call. Yeah, them. I'm so glad I didn't go to that lunch. <laughs> right. Wow, this is oh, no. a riveting conversation. Was, it was actually entertaining because Mike was there. Had Brady been telling us this story? <laughs> okay. like, what the going on? So there's a clown. He's saving the guy that just got tossed. Yeah, but he's, up and, he's got him by the horn. Ooh, he's lifted him up, and now yes. he's stomping him into. Oh, he's stomping oh. him into yesterday. Oh my God! And they had to put it in slow mo. They'll show it from a different angle. <laughs> I don't need a different angle to know that hurt. Wow. He gets in there oh, to save oh, them. Oh, 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 no. Okay, this is an awful page. Yeah, go back to Brother HQ or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Combine the two. <laughs> Last one. The horse is laying down. Where's the bull? Bull's on the ground. This guy gets his money's worth. They can't they try to get him off him. He's still on the dude. 15 feet in the air. The bull is not letting him go. No, 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 no. Yeah, the bull listen. No, 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 no. Gotta say, folks, we didn't expect that. What do you expect? That's why you go. Wow. No, 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 no. All right. Don't act surprised. The whole point of the sport. Oh, what a tragedy out there. I tell you what, I hate when they don't ride successfully. Really? You're alone in that. Hey, we're going to take a little break here, folks, and hopefully you guys will understand why we can't go on for a few minutes while we clean the blood off the dirt. Trying to make you feel better about your life. All right, well, the last three entries on Brother HQ don't look I'm not that interested. That I checked it, it out. Uh, all good? Those are the videos today? You checked That's them all? That's it. Right. Brother He's HQ, done. I get any? the update. You got nah, nothing, nothing good? Right, nothing. Good. good. That keeps it easy. The kegs are here. Do we have people here to move the kegs around? The poor guys from the... I think they put them inside, didn't they? Oh, they're in. Yeah, but those are, we don't have anybody that met them. Apparently not. Promotions are still sleeping. <laughs> you you let them in, didn't you? No, they had... Somebody let them in. I oh, think okay. it was probably Lane, but well, nobody... Had somebody from KDKB do it. They're not doing anything. That's true. They're not doing anything. Izzy's just sitting there. <laughs> 
she's alone. not in yet. She, she came in about the same time the kegs got yeah, here. What's going on there? How come she gets the seven o'clock start? We've been yeah. at it for twenty one years. She moseys up at uh, six thirty, six forty five. She should be working early, and we should be getting an hour. Yeah, off. Right. Gets here, she showers up. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. All right. Uh, the big red Easter keg hunt. We're getting the kegs down there, and absolutely no one here. The folks over at Four Peaks dropped off the kegs and started doing all the heavy lifting. We should have had a guy down there. We ben did. was down there. Ben was not down there. Nope. Ben is currently in the spoon position. Is something unmentionable. Anyway, well, hopefully we get it all sorted out. Uh, but thanks to Four Peaks for dropping them off. Action Ride Shop tomorrow, that first keg. Oh, yeah. we're getting excited about that. It's 807. There goes your Brady Report. I'll help you with this. You got the answers to everything I need. Jody. Psyching Rock, everybody. John Hinckley Jr. show uh, oh, in New York. Went off without a hit. Oh, no, it's not off yet. He's selling tickets still, but oh, he's, okay. got a, he's got a big show coming up here in July. And it's sold out! We uh, tried to, you know, find the music a couple days ago and it was announced, and there it is. A little teaser. We're trying to put together a flyaway. Yeah, we're trying to get a... We're, well, that's one of the things we're giving away with the... Uh, the Man cave room we're giving out for Father's Day this year. Tickets to John Hinckley's show. Sold out. Well, I mean, how could you not sell out with music as good as that? Oh, yeah. Riveting. You have to have a song called Jody. If you're free and you're out and you're going to do some artwork and some singing, Jody Foster has to be involved. If she was that involved in your assassination attempt at the president, for those of you who don't know, that man singing tried to kill President Reagan. Hit him. Got him. Almost did it. Pretty damn close. Went to jail for a while. Just recently got out. Came out a crooner. And uh, the reason he tried to kill Ronald Reagan was to impress then teen actress uh, Jodie Foster, who also uh, wasn't interested in John Hinckley no matter what he did. As it turns out, she didn't like the pee-pee. So John Hinckley's now got a live show because the world is completely out of control. An assassin. Somebody booked him. That's the thing. I don't get it. He did his time. Did he? Tried to kill the president of the United States. You know... Archduke Ferdinand got murdered. It started World War II. This guy tried to kill the uh, Ronald Reagan. Eh. 40 years later, I got a concert show. Scrambled some guy's head. Too. Yeah, James Brady. People forget that he, the Brady Bill is because of him. He shot, he shot at people, hit James Brady in the head. He lived. He was a mess for years. Anyway, so if you want to go, it's July 8th out there in New York City because no better place to do it. In New York. Road trip. Yeah, we got to hit that road trip. It's a nice time. July 4th over there, you can see the fireworks going yeah. up and down the, the Hudson. Nice Cap the and, week off. Yeah, roll out and you're going to roll over to the, the Hinkley show and then maybe Silk Sonic's in town and you oh, get them well, both and get out of Dodge. 
unbelievable what's going on in this this earth with zero control over it. You see uh, Joe Biden had a, a bird poop on him yesterday. Hilarious. Like, everything just seems so weird right now. Weirder than normal. When he was uh, wandering around the other day uh, with, with Obama. It's it's it, it's haunting. It makes you feel weird. It is weird. You don't want him to be in control of the remote at home, let alone the nuclear button. We have to um, maybe get the age changed on... Um, on president? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with the beginning age. You want to be an ageist. The, the yeah. Back end. yeah, I do. Yeah, no, uh, nobody over 70. And you can still be a functioning 70-year-old. My dad's pretty together. But at any minute now, and he always says that at any minute now, he's like, I never know. I could just, you know, get it and go. Like, you just don't know. 70's it. It's not a surprise when somebody 70 gets a disease and says, oh, this is the one. It is kind of for somebody in their 50s. Right? Just, uh, you could even go a little, you know, at the retirement age, which... What is it, 72 and a half or no, something? Whatever. Like no, let's not go crazy. Let's make nice round numbers. 35 to 70, you can be president. And you can be elected president at 69 and drag into your 70s. But that's it. I'm with you. Because we're watching a guy just like fall apart in front of us. That noise coming out of you is, is the word confusion without any like work. Halftime, I watch him give a speech. I want to call a silver alert. I think I found the guy you're looking for. Uh, anyway, people are asking, uh, speaking of looking for things, the kegs. How will I know if I find Brett's kegs? Well, they're the ones dented from the mallet. He, he's down there right now. He, we have to stop him all the time. He's always hitting these things like, ah, that, that ape is at it again. I'm like, no, 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 these are okay. So Brett's the ones. And Brady's are the ones. Like, you're going to notice if you find one of the kegs and your hands numb up. Like, what's going on? That's Brady's kegs because it's got that numbing <laughs> juice all over it. Might have some Cheetle on there. My little dust with some orange dust, and your hands get It'll numb. Be colorful. You get really weird. Like you're, I can't feel anything with my hands. It's because Brady's hands are covered in numbing. We learned that yesterday that Brady numbs his dick for loving. <laughs> I love that. It's an experiment. I know. Well, why not? This thing's out of control. It's like a fire hose laying on the ground. I get some sort of a numbing cream, and I don't feel this. And Jesus was like, "Very good, Brady." Numb it up. That pleasure is bad. You're right, Christ. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Brady says that all the time. Christ, you're right. Brady, did you like that orgasm? 20 I times did. a day I'm making decisions. All right, you're right. Numb it up, Brady. You're right, Christ. Sorry. That's better. I like a numb dick. I've told you that. What's that, JC? <laughs> Make your dick numb for me. Okay, Jesus. That's better. Now, gracelessly slide it into something. Okay. Do you feel it? No. Perfect. Uh, we have to talk about this thing Brady's doing without naming names. Brady's <laughs> in the middle of a... We won't say names. Brady's not involved. It's I'm a, fascinated a by A friend it. of ours is trying to buy tires... For his car, and got quoted four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars for four uh, tires that fit on a twenty-inch wheel. So I just looked it up, and he's legitimately considering buying these sex trafficking tires. And have, uh, you're giving to a criminal enterprise, uh, anonymous person trying to do this. And tires are four hundred dollars each now. What, what, and all, let's Goodyear go back too, to where like, it all started. I had another friend that got tires. Right, and he told me, "I'm like, what?" So I called for what? For gonna, what car? Uh, he got him for a truck. A, a Dodge, 
pickup truck, right? Yes. A big one. Yeah. Not no joke, like no baby tires. He put no. some real, probably thirty-five. Good year Wrangler. Some like thirty-five inch, thirty-five by twelve, twelve and a half, probably maybe. Yeah. Maybe thirty-threes. Some about the size that's on my Jeep, which and are thirty-sevens. But he was a, pleasantly surprised when uh, the price for all four that works on cars go. I have a guy that uh, there's a tire shop that's next to where I work. Right. And um, I, mean, I thought I was going to have to buy tires because uh, Ronnie had a uh, flat. Sure. But we got it fixed. Thanks right. Gunnel's tire. And your ever frugal mind heard the price that your friend got. I'm like, what? And my first thing is like, that can't be. That's, and instead of that's a, cutting yeah. out a lot of middlemen instead on that. Instead of avoiding this criminal enterprise, you make the call. My curiosity, I wanted no, to call. your frugality yeah. and Jewiness. Okay, yeah. there's something that. Larry would yeah. turn this down. <laughs> Larry! Yeah, Larry would be like, no, that's that deal doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'll pay full price at this going to be a smart businessman. I'm into, you know, paying wholesale and all, but that's not. <laughs> so the guy on the other line is like, uh, Thanks for calling Six Traffic Tires. Can I help you? Yeah, I'm interested <laughs> in that deal you gave my buddy. I see. The wanted tires? Okay. How many you need? Four. 75 a piece? Yahoo, yes. Okay, bring your numbdick down here. We've heard about you. <laughs> You're thinking about this. No, I wanted to find out. Are you going to buy them? He's going to. No. I don't need them. The last time, Brady, th- you can't pass up a deal about like 5, this. i 5,000 miles more before I start having to replace them. Some- All right. I'm telling you. I don't want those tires on any car you bring to this station because they come with a guy following you, and they're going to steal all our stuff. That's the operation they're running. They get your address. They follow you around. They know where you're tired. They probably have a chip in those tires. Yeah. That's why I was telling them. I'm like, I wonder how many cars are up on blocks and uh, tons of them. And, uh, it's, it's, and, and, and it's not. It's you, you morons that are buying four tires. Not me. Okay, your friend then that's talked you into this awesome deal. He didn't know. He does know. He the does second know. they come give on. you the price four hundred dollars for tires that cost five hundred singular. And he got four for four hundred bucks. There's some sort of GPS tracker on those tires, and they're going to be off his car before you know it, and probably at his work. I'm going to go out to my car because your dumbass bought cheap uh, thief tires, and my Jeep's going to be on blocks. I don't need this near me. Keep your GPS thievery away. I'm worried. You're you're way too excited about easy pricing. The last time there was, it, it just as on average, the tire prices were under seventy five bucks was <laughs> November of seventy eight. <laughs> Forty four years ago, Brady. Awesome. That is awesome. If it was 78, <laughs> you're not allowed to buy tires from this guy. I know. He takes a bottle of sauce and a back rub. Don't do it. And your friend's not allowed to drive around in our parking lot or come over to my house, ever, with that car. You can come in any other He'll car. He'll be in a rollover accident. Yeah. Well, I think the tires are probably fine. It's My Irish friend Ray used to tell me about that when he sold drugs in Ireland. Yeah, he said he'd go meet in the woods. The idiots that would come out to the woods, we'd make the exchange. I'd give him his drugs. He'd give me the money. Then he'd walk out of the woods. One of my friends would beat him up and get the money back. We had the best of it all. We had the drugs and the money. And he had two black eyes. <laughs> and then that's how you're dealing. You're doing this. They, they give you an unbelievable deal. You give them $300. They find your car again through the chip, steal them back, and they get the tires and your money. They got Don't. those Apple ear tags yeah, on there. I mean, it's nothing it, to it. That's <laughs> all it is. Yeah. Little glue. If you've seen yep. those things, there's nothing to them. Yeah. They glue them on. You're too stupid to look. They come find your tires at work. They go, hey, there's a Jeep parked next to it. Take those too. And then the new Kia that uh, uh, 
Julie got, yeah. Brett's car will be tireless, and we're going to stand here. Well, I don't know what happened. Well, I do, jackass. You're dealing with the, the criminals. Don't bring that criminal element to us. If you've already bought them, you got to let us know. <laughs> Nothing. Brady. He wouldn't tell us. No. Brady, that I face is a lion face. Look at my tires. I got a guy. <laughs> I don't like that. If your guy doesn't, if his name isn't Discount Tire Bob, I'm not interested. Don't you do this. I got a guy. Who needs a guy for tires? There's stores all over the place. You don't need a guy. You go to a store. There's not stores all over the place. There are stores there all are over stores the place. There are stores like the ones that I checked no, on. Brady. There are a $300 store. There are legitimate tire shops yeah. all over the city. And that's, I got a guy. What yeah. do you got a guy for? He works at a tire shop. We all have a guy. He owns a tire shop. A legitimate one? Yeah. Been around for years. All right. And he's going to give you a discount because you're you. No. I just full- know he takes care of me, and uh, <laughs> they do a great job. And I've been to Discount Tire. Sure, I love great Discount service. Tire. Yeah. They, they take care of me because I'm yeah. a customer that's paying the price of the tire. You God, he's got one of those tires on his car. We're all doomed. Look at that face. That is a liar's face right no, there. No, it's not. The worst poker no, player I've not. ever seen. You already bought one. No. He's doing it. If he, oh, hasn't, if he hasn't already. done it already, if he oh hasn't done God. it already, he's doing so, it. You're not taking my word. No. Look at your face. <laughs> if you could see your face right now, you're completely lying to us. Look at you. This is when you fart. You make the same face. <laughs> and the you... voice keeps going higher I and higher, too. I don't have any. You have one of those tires on your I car. I think it's hilarious. That you have purchased that. No, and we call I was <laughs> that that whole thing went down. So do I. And I'm saying, if you've got one of those tires on your car right now, you have to tell us. Not. On Ronnie's? Nope. Have you made the deal? No. It was fixed. Okay. Ronnie's tire, fixed. Not sure I'd buy it. Gunnel's mm-hmm. tires. I got it. I'll pull out a receipt for you. Okay. So if you had it fixed, why are you in the market of finding out how much it would because be to replace need all to be, of them? Well, no, you you know how it works. You have one tire go out there, you need to do a pair. At least do a pair. Yeah. Right. And you're going to do that? In my, uh, probably on my next oil chain, which okay. is about 5,000 miles. And you're not doing it with this thing? No. Okay. Then stop talking about it. Look at that face. This guy did it. This guy did it. <laughs> what dude, See, what kind of voice it. was that? It's a liar's voice right there. I did not. Every time we accuse it's you of farting, good, bro. This, is, this is the same reaction when we go, hey, br- who farted? <laughs> Brady, did you? I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't do it. You got nothing to worry about. Um, I do have something to worry about. There's a glowing gold price tag on something, and you're involved. You love barter the and trade. BBB is okay on uh, this. <laughs> I don't like any of this. This is when you sound like you're lying. This is what Brady sounds like when you say, did you fart, and he denies it. <laughs> don't do it! That's your liar. <laughs> That's your liar voice. <laughs> don't do it! You just did it again. No cash, nothing's been exchanged. Go stab his tires. Let's see what he does. Made a couple of calls. I don't understand why you're even making those calls. You're just helping out the sex trafficking and coyote business. You're helping coyotes. Don't. All right. I'm just worried. And if anybody else has a deal that's too good to be true, there's a reason they say it's too good to be true. Don't follow Brady's advice on this thing. 
I didn't give out any advice. You're telling us every about? day. You're making calls in the office. Yeah, I'm bringing up the point. I'm like, can you believe this? What's the deal? Well, right, because you want us to go. Do it. You want some support from it. We're not giving it to you. No. No. <laughs> I... Okay. You're looking for us to go, wow, get us in on that. And then you'd be like, cool. And you'd be all over it. Because <laughs> your friend Billy got you. I mean, your anonymous <laughs> friend that has the tires has you thinking about this. Or why do you even have the number? That's I mean, the We wanted question. to look up the business. Who did? The guy who already did it? After my friend got the deal, I'm like, what? <laughs> we need to Google I this. This is, this is terrible. You're laughing at it. Yeah, what's the name of this uh, place? Uh, write it down. I'm not I want to say it. Write it down. Write it down. Tell me what it is. I don't believe it. This is that you you have already done it. Seventy-five dollars. Twenty yeah. inch. Yeah, twenty tires. inch. Yeah, twenty. What do you got? Twenty inch. Uh, brand new beef Goodrich. Uh, I'm going to do you a favor and break that uh, elusive triple digit barrier. Seventy-five. They say they uh, they make them. They make all the tires. They make their own. No, tires. they don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay, Google that. Find out if it's a legitimate thing. Thanks for calling Coyote Express Tires. Can I help you? <laughs> I need four tires. Okay, uh, $50 a tire, but we get to sew people into your uh, interior and drag them across the border That's one deal. time. You got it. You can borrow my car for the weekend. I want to drive by, but, you know, it's yeah. dangerous probably. <laughs> right it is. Anyway, we're worried about you. I hate this. I hate when you do this stuff. Yeah, for $400 tires, I guarantee you're going to drive away going, this is great. Car's a little sluggish. It's Because they stole your catalytic converter, you idiot. <laughs> What's missing? There's parts missing from... Well, get your tires. Just pull it up here to the rack. Uh, go grab yourself a slushie. See, they're not on the BBB website. Because <laughs> they're not an official <laughs> not business. What? <laughs> neither, neither are drug dealers. Oh, you got to stop this. You're too. You're a gullible sort with that smile and that. I'm so convinced you've already done this. It's ridiculous. Not even close. Oh, I don't even see a website because it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's Brady and Billy's Coyote Exchange. They just need to borrow your car for two days, and you get new tires for three hundred bucks. <laughs> it smells like sweaty people in here. It's because it's been running bodies back and forth all weekend. How'd you guys manage to put two thousand miles on this thing in a day? Don't ask questions. Just enjoy your new ride. Better gas mileage. That's going to save me even more. Can't even find them because it's not real. Got the quote for three hundred dollars for tires. I, that seems a little steep. Okay, two hundred. Two hundred. Like unbelievable. <laughs> Where do you live? Which alley do you have to meet this guy in? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Express Tires. Shh. Quiet. Oh, where do you guys? Keep your tires. Oh, they're all over the city. Okay, this is what I need. All right, we'll go find them. We'll come back. Been in business <laughs> yeah, for 38 years. Go see what's in my inventory. What's what? They said they've been in business for 38 yeah. years. Oh, they have. Not this business. <laughs> We've got you unlimited would go out of inventory. Give you're, me three days. It's laundering something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're donating to a criminal enterprise. Jesus hates you right now. The curiosity, you know, from watching Ozarks and all that. Why involved? Yeah, what happens no. to people in Ozarks? They get they get bashed in the head with like a cash. I dabbled. Rate. I was curious. Idiot. God, you're a grown up for Christ's sake, man. You've got a job. You get paid well. Spend some money without asking questions on how. What do I got to do? Run a few bodies back and forth. 
300 bucks. That's too good. They did ask for a delivery after the installation. All you have to do is drop off a package for a... Is there a head in there? Let's see. Tortuga. Anyway. So it's something about cabezas? Right. As in loco. 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 (laughs) Just stop it. And stop coming to us with this. We're reasonable grown-ups with logic and knowledge and money in our pockets. We don't need your deals, Brady. I don't even want to know about it. Just stop. How long did it take you to find this legitimate business? Like seven pages down? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> We've been in business for over 30 years. And Biden's going to let my whole family in. <laughs> They're looking to expand. Yeah, look, just stop. You're looking to expand, all right. They're going to have 700,000 people here in a couple weeks. Uh, it's 8.43. Larry hates fat chicks. Kara hates the black. Sue's a bitch. Brady's, Brady's, Brady's buying hot tires. Brady's a <laughs> hot tire exchange. Uh, we got our, we're going to give you a chance to win U-Fest pit tickets. This went on a little longer than I wanted to. U-Fest pit tickets. We'll give those away before we're out of here. And Rock Wars coming up. It's 98. Uh, it is the Chili Peppers right there. Scar tissue. It's 9.01 here in the morning sickness. And uh, just about that time for Rock Wars. I didn't realize how late it had gotten. Uh, we'll give those uh, pit tickets away before we leave. We can't really do anything. I was going to do a Gilbert Gottfried game and have all sorts of fun with our, uh, our past friend, our late friend Gilbert. And here's one thing to know about Gilbert Gottfried. It's never too soon. Jokes about his passing must start today and get worse as the day goes on. That's what, that's truly when those people say that's what he would have wanted. Guaranteed, that's what Gilbert Gottfried begged for. Make fun of me dying. Make fun of the disease I had, which I've never heard of. It's a form of MS, I think, or something MD, like that. MD, uh, muscular dystrophy. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. It's a, a heart issue along with, that's why he was such a frail little fella. Uh, so that was great. Also, I've learned something today. I learned that one word about uh, cuckery this morning. Cuckoldry. I can't remember the word, though. Compersion. Compersion. That's when you, as the cuck, are happy to see pleasure on your wife's face. Uh, Will was happy when August. Will had compersion when August uh, glued Jada's eyes shut. That was how you use that. I learned that. Here's another thing I learned. Uh, all U-Hauls have Arizona plates. Yeah, that guy hit us up with that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I actually Googled and checked that out, and it's true. They're all registered here, even in Canada. The only places they're not are Hawaii and Alaska. And I don't think I've ever Well, some guy emailed and that. said it's because I guess you get five years here. Right. Like they, they did it to best business. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they did the uh, all. So they said that they're making a big deal out of it on the news. It's got Arizona plates, and they don't even know. They were talking about it yesterday, and like it's got Arizona. All U-Hauls have Arizona plates. I think when you get a rental car, you may you may be driving in Vegas, and you got like yeah, Virginia, Florida plates right, or yeah. something on it. But they're all over because yeah. where the cars registered, all U-Hauls because it's business registered here. Have you or have Arizona plates? I didn't know that. Compersion. U-Haul plates. That's what we learned today. And hopefully, well, Rock let's Wars. just call it in. We're done I know. now. That's let's a huge day. Yeah. Oh, also, doctors. Just making a random guess at your gender, evidently, according to teachers. We need a magic eight ball. Well, in we've here. got an amazing show going this morning. It's like romper room in this bitch. Uh, and uh, so you got all that. Who won last week, by the way? Marcus. Oh, I you did. did. Do you have a thing? Oh yeah. Oh God. All this news that's going on. <laughs> Marcus is ready to go. All right, Rock Wars is coming up. Uh, what do you got for a topic, Marcus? Uh, well, actually, I decided to skip all the news today. Good. Yes, because. It's Brady's favorite Easter holiday coming up this Sunday. Oh, oh, I know what you're doing. 
So, we need to have a glorious song for Jesus. Jesus song. Do you still do your Easter special on Sunday? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Into the Pit on Sunday night will be a dedication. I don't for... think I'm even going to play this one. He's going to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's got years of experience. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the point of winning. You get a, a head start on <laughs> yep. next week. All right. Here, here's the thing, though. It has to be a positive song. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Are there a lot of... Yeah, I guess there are in your world. There, no, see, that almost makes it harder for me, but... Uh, yeah, I, I got a good one in mind. you got one. All right. Yeah. A song, a positive, and it can't be song. can't be like a Christian band. Nah, nah. All right, no, so we're, what? We're, yeah, we're getting rid of like no striper. striper and and DC Talk. I'm just gonna say <laughs> Winger because it sounds like it. Winger and you know anything super gay. Jesus would hate that, right? Jars of Clay, you know, out. So uh, all right, so Jeez. yeah, you got to find something a dedicate. Like Brady, this is easy for you. you. Should have every song like for Jesus, for the Lord Jesus. This is yours. For his return, even. Yeah. Yeah, because he's coming back. Don't call it a comeback. Uh, all right. And, of course, Metallica Slayer uh, Band as well. If you want to help out, Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. An Easter favorite for the Lord, for Jesus. And on Into the Pit on Sunday, uh, Marcus does a big Easter special, which is usually... <laughs> Very blasphemous. Very blasphemous. Even for people like me who have nothing to really lose in this game. I got too far. That's too much. That band shouldn't have written that. All right, let's go to it. Rock Wars coming up in just seconds. We've got the topic. Let's find out what we got. That's next. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. Rock Wars. Rock Wars. Rock Wars. 921. It is Wednesday. And it's time for Rock Wars, the weekly battle of musical supremacy. Brock to you, bye. Our friends over at Mo Money Pawn. Short or long-term collateral loans from $10 to $100,000. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com brings you Rock Wars. This week's topic brought to you by the host of Into the Pit, Sunday nights here on KUPD, Marcus May. And the topic was Easter-related. Yes. Sunday is Easter. Uh, the Lord Jesus... Uh, Still waiting. Uh, <laughs> coming back on Sunday, maybe. Got it all planned out, just in case. Uh, you search for your eggs, and his love of bunnies is on display. Uh, and then Marcus, very out of off, out of, off brand, really, out of character. Yeah, yes, says let's do, let's do a song celebrating Brady's Lord Jesus, and a nice song positive. That has Jesus involved. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Uh, who would you like to go first? Well, let's get Brady out of the Brady, way. Brady, let's move you first. Move that stone, Brady. Sunday is a glorious day, and it's time to celebrate and shine sweet freedom. <laughs> what the hell is this? Shine the light on oh, me. He's just trying to, to keep the spirit alive. What is that? Yeah, yeah he, he is. He's got something on that, though. But I'd almost vote for him. No more Well, it's Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, how do we always go to the video for this? Why can't you just play the song? It's the only thing that makes it entertaining. <laughs> All right, thanks for that, Brady. Brady pandering. Kirby and the old pirate will be dancing in the yeah. streets. All right, Johnny Boy, what do you got? I had a dream about Kirby. What? Last oh, night. Boy. You, just, you said her name, and I just realized I had a dream about Kirby last night. It wasn't a dirty dream, but we were trying to figure something. I'm going to remember this now. And it was hilarious. Damn it. Let me go next. Uh, I like the idea of, uh, you know, when rock singers who do heroin and drugs and all that stuff start finding religion. 
and not because they're sober, that they act like they've had this their whole lives and then live this debaucherous lifestyle. Nobody put that in more perspective than uh, Soundgarden when they did Jesus Christ Pose. Oh, nice. Right. Because they basically said, yeah, keep getting in the pose, Perry Farrell. Keep hopping up on stage and acting like you're divine and you're blessed. And meanwhile, you're, you're doing nothing of the sort. So believe or don't believe or whatever, but stand in your Jesus Christ pose and pretend. And I bring that up because most people on Sunday are in a Jesus Christ pose. Nobody follows along. They're Easter and Christmas. What do they call that? CEO. CEO, CEO yeah. Just Christmas just, and Easter only. And that's when they get religion. But Jesus Christ pose is a great song. We don't play this no, nearly we don't. enough. We don't play it enough at all. That's great. One of my favorites from them. So good. Although you really struggle to be positive about Jesus, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's not easy. Because <laughs> this is not really positive. It's positive in a light of saying, if you're going to do it, do it the right way. Okay. Don't, good. don't pose. Good spin. Yeah, so that's all I could do. Don't pose. Either do it or don't. This drum, the drum and bass in this are obscene. I get killed. No Cornell means no folks. Here we go. You got Toledo. That was Toledo. There he is. Do you know this one, Brady? Yeah. Keep the spirit alive. No, no, no. It's a different song. Totally different. Very different. Close. Very close. Same exact beat, though. 4-4 four, four time. Drop D. It's perfect. All right, Brett, your Positive Jesus song. <laughs> yes, a Positive Jesus song. Well, the, the beginning of the song starts out, Seek me, call me, I'll be waiting. And since on Sunday he's supposed to rise, yeah. it's the end of heartache. Kill Switch Engage. Oh. Found yourself. Yeah. Doing a savior song. Yes. Yeah, not too bad. And we'll end all the heartache. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you don't believe, then you're going to die. So for me, horrifying. Good choice. All right, Marcus is up. All right, so I decided mine to do very, uh, have a positive one because I had this song in mind. It is a double entendre sort of title, but the meaning is clear when the lyrics come up. The song is by the band Cancer Slug. (laughs) Of course it is. (laughs) (laughs) And the song is Hung Like Jesus. (laughs) Ah, damn you. Nearly automatic win. To get to heaven, you ain't gotta die. Just been over and let me inside, cause I'm hung. Hung Jesus. That is the best name of a song ever. This is a runaway. How does Michael McDonald beat hung like Jesus? Damn you, Marcus Mang, and your predetermined category and song. Make us scramble all over the place and bring us hung like Jesus. Well, this is a foregone conclusion. But maybe not. It is. It's up to you guys. That's right. You can help out. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. We'll do text 97936 and Facebook as well. Uh, You can check those out. Those will be our categories today. Who wins? Will it be Sweet Freedom by Michael McDonald, Brady's Choice, (laughs) for the Lord Christ? Will it be uh, End of Heartache by Kill Switch Engage? That's Brett's. I Have Jesus Christ Post by Soundgarden. Or Cancer Slugs, Hung Like Jesus. God damn it. Vote away. We'll have results coming up in just moments. It's Rock Wars. In the center of Rock Wars right now, and uh, the choice is for Easter. Uh, Marcus Mang brought us positive Easter stuff. I feel like the Easter Bunny, only it's very, very nice, dirty, and bleeding <laughs> for some reason. 
uh, a song about the Lord Jesus. Brady chose Sweet Freedom by the Michael McDonald uh, Experience. Brett chose uh, End of Heartache by Killswitch Engage. I chose Soundgarden, uh, Jesus Christ Pose, which, you know, that's a four-bagger right there. And then, and then Marcus showed up with uh, Cancer Slugs, Hung Like Jesus, which made us all kind of bow our heads. Somebody's got to be a god. Uh, Kyle says, Chancellor, Brady's song made me want to hear Michael McDonald's Quartet in the Squares. That's it. <laughs> Brett chose a good song, but meh. Marcus, nice. I never thought of the size of Jesus' package before, but thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, history tells me people are considerably smaller 2,000 years ago, so I'm guessing he's somewhere between three and a half to four or five inches. <laughs> Might be good for us, but I'm aiming uh, for the Antonio Sherrod McGarity neighborhood PP. That being said, I got to go with John. That was the best song uh, ever by Soundgarden. I had it in mind when the topic was brought up. It is a great song. I have to go with you, Chancellor. As much as I love the title, Hung Like Jesus, Jesus Christ Post is still the best Soundgarden song ever written. That's two. Then it got all about you. Uh, this one says, uh, Hung Like Jeebus? Are you kidding me? That's a song? I'll never stop playing it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Man gets the vote today. Craig says, even though I love what the Satan worshiper brought to this uh, party today, your pick is the best Soundgarden song ever. They banned that video on MTV, you remember? I didn't know that, did they? I didn't know that either. Yeah. No. Said, uh, makes you like it more. I didn't know that. Uh, this one says, I can't vote for Marcus because Jesus wishes he was hung like me. So the vote goes to you, John Antonio Sherrod McGarity. <laughs> uh, vote is uh, uh, hung like Jesus is what I have to vote for because the only person that would vote against this is Judas himself. <laughs> uh, on the... Uh, on the Emails. Marcus has 11. I have eight. Ooh, I made a comeback. Uh, Brady got two, and Brett, you had zero. Oh. Nobody wanted your kill switch engage positive message. Uh, do you have anything over there on the Facebook and the fun stuff? Uh, on text right now with 42% of the vote, Marcus, yeah. for only the second time ever taking some For text. once. Is yeah. is Ronnie Very sleeping rare. right now? Or she <laughs> might be. Somebody Rock just wasn't out. tapping the entries for Brady. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. It just never ends. Uh I'm going to give a shout-out to Jesus for the upcoming three-day weekend. Thanks to the uh, Jesus for that. <laughs> he gave us a three-day weekend. He's the inventor of the three-day weekend. Kirby gets four. Wasn't he kind of the inventor of the three-day weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he yeah. just disappeared for three days. That's true. I didn't even think about it. He was the first one. Uh, and then my emails were interrupted to say, downstairs by the conference room, we got burritos. So if anybody's interested. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Let's go, Brady. Uh, Brady, where, where'd Brady go? Uh, all right, so we got that. Uh, John, pick a number between one and three. Number two. Number two is... I have to check it. The Facebook, Facebook and you have to check that real quick to make sure that works. Will Just it be Brady? Sweet Burrow. Will it be <laughs> Brett? Will Brett it be was Marcus? leading when I first checked. On but Facebook? That was, but that really? was way early. It was one that vote. Was that early. was the first vote, and it was Brett. Was, is it Kurt Vesley? Is that the one that came up? Was that <laughs> Marcus ran away with today? Marcus is the deserved winner. This is a team that wins 118 games in the regular season. You should win the World Series. That was a good one. Hung like Jesus. And I know some of you still haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> no. And when you, you do, you're you will when you hear it. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> really, you so haven't gotten yeah, it? One of you is thinking just wiener package size, and you haven't really put together the whole real funny part. Talking about Jesus a pee-pee, th- that's funny because it's uncomfortable. But when you think hung like Jesus and you really get it, you're like, oh, this is good. Plus, it's a Marcus song, so it's a minute and 32 seconds. This is the best part of Marcus, I think, is that he doesn't last long. You should numb up. You should rub some numbing. Brady, go numb Marcus I got something for you. (laughs) I got 19 wipes for you. It's hung like Jesus from the cancer slugs. Happy Easter, everybody. It's 98. 
Excellent work. Thank you, Cancer Slugs, for Hung Like Jesus. That's fantastic stuff. And as it played, I get an email immediately. I said, what is the double meaning? I don't get it. He's got a big wiener. <laughs> oh, uh, all right, lady. Uh, I'm assuming, Read lady. Uh, how do you most... I'm going to explain it to people. Do I have to explain this to people? I can explain it. Uh, how do you most see... Jeez, close your eyes and picture him. What's he doing? No. Right. No, he's not. You never, he's his, you never see him with his hands together. It's on the cross. They're always real far apart like he caught a big fish. <laughs> that symbol's on a necklace for a lot of reasons. Because he's hung. Get it? I still don't get it. All right, you're just a dick thinker. <laughs> anyway, I tried to explain it. You even said it in the beginning. It's a double entendre. It's got to be. Well, congratulations, Marcus Bank. That's a good one. And if you're interested in downloading any of the Cancer Slug's other songs, they're available where horrendous music is sold. It'll only take you about seven minutes to go through their whole catalog. (laughs) They have a concert that lasts like 14 minutes. They're headlining U-Fest, but we've got to get like 60 other bands to fill the rest of the hour. That's our 45th song. I hope you enjoyed these 15 minutes. Put them in between acts. But I guarantee you, there's going to be a bunch out there today with whatever it is you're doing that will, for some reason, in the middle of the day, just go, huh, hung like Jesus. What are they? Oh, right, that stupid Marcus. song. Marcus Bing did it. Uh, and that's what you can look forward to on Into the Pit Sunday night. I assume that'll be one of them. One, one of the many. I mean, right. you've got Testament. Tease me. Tease me. Testament, Three Days of Darkness is always my favorite. Okay. Ministry, Psalm 69, I like to put in there. Good stuff. Um... Any real treats that you're like, wow, that's uh, one I didn't ripped know from existed. Jesus yeah, yeah. womb or R- something Mary's like that. horrible Mary's womb, yeah. thing. Well, I mean, there's there's a few like uh, rotting with Christ is always good, but this is about his birth. So this oh. is about this isn't his birth. So his rebirth. Oh yeah, that thing, the resurrection. And then uh, there's always the favorite uh, death clock, birthday, death day, birthday, death. Because I mean, it's, that's he's, he's it reborn again. That's right? right. He died, and it's death day, birthday. Well, there you go. Uh, tribute to. Just heathens everywhere, Sunday night, 9 to midnight, right here on 98 KUP. Worth a listen. You know, drive home from church, pop it on. Yeah, you're going, evening. You're yeah. going to church at After 8 p.m. Go, well, some people don't like getting up in the morning. Black church, I call it. Anyway. Hey, uh, Jesus didn't get up for three days. <laughs> right, it's fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> that dude's going to lay around for three days. Why do I got to pop up early? He could have done it the first day. I don't know what the three-day hold was. Was he on layover or layaway? Uh, it's 942. We got ourselves uh, an entertainment drill coming up in moments. Marcus, congratulations. Two weeks in a row. You nailed so. it. Yeah. Uh, God to throw it. Rusty nails. Another Jesus. one of my plans. That's a solid one. Brady almost ruined the whole thing. It's 98. Uh, yeah. Brady, take a lap. Hey. Hey. This song made its way back in. It resurrected itself. DJ Khaled. Stop it. Knock it off, you guys. That's enough. Quit it. Annoying bastards. Since when they thought it was over, he came back. Just a couple songs later. Hung like Jesus. Still trying to explain it to that girl. Wait, are you trying to say something else came back? Is it another well, double entendre? once. Uh, third time is not real. Okay. One. He was there. He's gone. He was there. He's been gone. Took him three days the first time. Or 2,100 years since. Kind of a haul there. Go get them, guys. Keep your fingers crossed. This is a big weekend. I'm kind of rooting for it. I think it'd be great. Anyway, then I'd just be a puddle of filth that he leaves behind. Non-believer. I'm fine with it. I want to see this whole thing go down. Why would I want to be part of this earth without watching how the movie ends? 
Nothing going to be a side character like Grand Theft Auto just walking around, excuse me, pardon me, and then it's over. I want to be the guy at the end. Cancer Slug, you've nailed it. Cancer Slug also has a song called I Hate Your Kids. We went through their library. It's oh, about yeah. as good as it gets for people who are trying to uh, tell you why they don't want children. Brett's downloading it now. Damn right. <laughs> Pretty great. Cancer Slug. Marcus is a big winner. So you got well, it. you can't play it. Don't play <laughs> it. No, I'm not. I'm not. It's just riddled with up <laughs> yeah. As it should be. <laughs> as it should be. Yeah. But it's pretty great, and it gets the point across. Nobody cares about your kids but you. Well, I'm uh, glad to have gotten Cancer Slug out yeah, into the Yeah, Cancer world. Slug is, and again, you're going to watch the Google Analytics on this thing bounce at about uh, 9.45 today because Hung Like Jesus sold a lot of copies, and Cancer Slug just bought, you know, like, whoa, dude, we got dinner royalties. You guys want to go? <laughs> they made some money this We're morning. going to <laughs> we, we got some money. <laughs> Said it wouldn't work. We're paying rent. Uh, it's time now for Brady to entertain you all. It is brought to you by our friends at uh, reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And I am going to train today with Suns announcer Al McCoy. Wouldn't that be great? Nice. <laughs> That's the other one. It's K-Ray. He's actually in shape. But I would love for an opportunity to get in there and, uh, you know, uh, spar with Al McCoy. That would be pretty neat. Shazam! Whoa, brother! <laughs> Just dropping McCoy like crazy. But, no, uh, it's going to be fun. And Kevin does uh, that stuff, too. He's in on this, too. He's been out there for a while uh, training, and a lot of people do. Again, yesterday, the world proves that at any moment it can get goofy. 33 shots fired on that uh, subway car. 33 shots fired. 10 people hit. Nobody died. How? Miraculously, uh, that thing went off without anybody getting killed. But... And we don't know the story of what happened in there. If the guy was just pulling the trigger and somebody was holding that gun out of line of fire, if uh, there was a hero on that thing or if there was a sheepdog in there, we don't have a lot of the details. But There's what we one know, the third th- clip locked up on the gun. Yeah. Right, but you're getting 33 shots off and you have one that locked up. You had some time. That one hero, the guy that took the pregnant lady and just kind of draped himself oh, yeah. around her. Went over the top of her, he yeah. He got shot in the knee. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. On the platform, too. So you never know. The world The world could just go sideways on you, and you don't even know it. None of those people in that subway thought that was going to happen to them that day. Uh, and a lot of them got out of there. Luckily, a lot of them got out of there. But you know what? Somebody had to stop, and that guy's still on the loose, I'm guessing. They, yes. His name's uh, Frank James, part of the James gang. He found a YouTube video that he had put out with sort of a manifesto kind of thing right. where he was talking he about He hates how, race, right? Yeah, yeah, how they drove him to do this. And they, meaning us, I, whiteies? I, I, I didn't see how much I don't either. But isn't it amazing that uh, Frank James, 160 years ago, was robbing trains? And Frank James yesterday was on a train doing damage. It's the James. It's the name. we got to stop the names. Don't ban guns. Ban the name Frank James. Uh, the two times I've known Frank James, he's been a bad guy on a train. Every time. Uh, but the world can go sideways on you. you just got to know what you're going to do. Uh, you have to know how to get out. Always know where your exits are. That's the first thing they'll teach you out there at React Defense. That's the best self-defense you can learn. Know how to get out of there if it goes sideways. And if your life is threatened, know what to do. They do all sorts of stuff. You get uh, guns, knives, hatchets, sticks, all sorts of things. A uh, video I showed the uh, everybody the other day of a guy trying to get a cop to kill him. Cop shot him 12 times and he kept coming. So everybody needs to give a break to those adrenaline uh, drug junkies that start wandering towards police officers and you don't know what's there. Uh, one of these days, Brady's going to go out and try to change one of his tires and touch all that fentanyl that's hiding in there, and he's going to be a super person. You're not, not going to be able to knock him down. He'll be one of the boys. You don't know what's attacking you. You don't know what's coming at you. Have some uh, ammunition in that tool belt, be it your hands, be it just smarts. If you carry a gun, they teach you gun retention like no place else. It's unbelievable. Be a smarter citizen. 
ReactDefense.com, the home of Tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Jennifer Lopez shared that uh, Ben Affleck proposed to her while she was enjoying a bubble bath. Oh, just taking he had the ring in one hand, and then he had a uh, radio plugged in on the other one. Oh, right next but to the bathtub? Did, yeah, he nice. didn't get... He gave her the ring instead. <laughs> but he didn't He's like, bath, back and forth here. Which one do I he get? He brought a plug-in radio? No. I'm oh, just you ever heard of Sonus or anything? Yeah, Come on. I was going to say, it's all wireless now. In the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard defamation trial yesterday, Amber's attorneys accused Johnny of sexually assaulting her. Johnny's team said, Uh-uh. You're bringing that to the party after the fact. Saying this... Tra- basically... They're saying words are mm. key in a defamation case, and conveniently, this allegation only came after that. Sorry. The answer to you sexually assaulted me is, no, I didn't. No, I like your not, does. Hey, he you can not. bring that up now. I like your first response. Yeah. Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. I want that entered into well, a legal Well, nuh-uh record. is better than, wait a second, don't yeah. go bringing that up. Yeah. You had your chance already. That means you did it. You can't start talking about sexual assault now. You should have brought that up months ago. Just say, I did not. If you didn't. It basically came from a, an op-ed she wrote when she was sexually assaulted in college. But okay. people immediately said, oh, that was Johnny Depp. And now it is. Yeah. How long have these two been getting divorced? Like, this is a long like forever. Seems like six years we've been talking about them in a fight. Mark Wahlberg was on Ellen yesterday and he talked about his Boogie Nights piece. The prosthetic, the prosthetic penis. PP. He keeps it locked away. He's like, why? Are you do-? Well, I, he goes, I don't want my kids to do it. Like they're looking to charge their battery, and they pick that thing up and look, looks bad. But he says, oh, yeah. huh? Yeah, that does look bad. He had to tell Alan that that <laughs> the kids don't know the difference between a USB cord and a dick. <laughs> he says one of them does because one of them's old enough, and she's might have even seen the movie. I don't want to know why that's. One of his concerns. <laughs> what are you doing? Where are all the bees? I don't know. They plugged it in on a dick. Dad, my phone won't charge. Because you tied it to your dick. So do the electrical outlets look like a vagina? So it yeah, that's exactly. They always say male, female. I didn't know. Kids got confused. Research done in Germany revealed that playing hard rock music can improve surgical performance. It speeds it up. For example, the Beatles' Hey Jude and Let It Be played uh, doctors. They stitched up words 50% faster. Words? Wounds, maybe? Wounds. The wounds. That's the right. words. Yeah. Thanks for deciphering. <laughs> I didn't even catch that. And by uh, yeah, the way, I stitched up the wounds. This is like a graduation. Congratulations. You speak Brady's. <laughs> Only took you a year. Did it, it took a year and a half, but you're, you're with us now. <laughs> he now can decipher your garbage. The 10 a.m., what the F was that? Brett was the first one in. I had no idea what wounds, and I've been speaking Brady's for 25 years. Congratulations, Brett. This Thank is you. a big day. Let's have cake. ACDC, Highway to Hell, and TNT. We need wounds, we need maybe. Isolate that moment, because that was like that was like a little girl having a period. This is a big day. You're a woman. Ugh. Sorry, Brady, but you not knowing. That's a good one to end You not knowing. No, no, no. We need more. You not knowing while you looked at the page and that pause in between. It was perfect. It was a perfect moment to realize (laughs) Google Translate, unnecessary. uh, Brett speaks the language now. You got to have another one. More? No? That's it, Brett. (sighs) I feel like a new man. It's a big day. You're helping everybody. God damn it. (laughs)
And it's great for me because now I feel like I got somebody to lean on. I'm not Move alone. your uh, tassel to the other side. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God, what a moment. Uh, tears welling in my eyes. So is Brady E's like Sanskrit because like six people speak it? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, there's a couple professors at Harvard that dabble with it, but he's... He's really the only one that speaks it. It's an it ancient language. Changes every day. There's the Native American language and then Brady E's. It's it's just as confusing. Yeah, it's really hard to follow, and I think it does change a lot. It's day to day. It's a fluid language. Well, if there's a World War Three, I guess we know how to decode stuff. We just put yeah. it in Brady. E's. Well, according to Brady, it would be a Wound War Three, and uh, <laughs> if you get that back, anyway, ditch that word. I'm so uh, so happy. Ah, Brett, this is such a big moment. I'm going to buy you a soda. <laughs> We're all done. The kegs are here. They're going to start floating around here in the next couple of days. Tomorrow morning, Brett's going to have keg number one yep. at Action Ride Shop with a lock around it. And all you got to do is figure out the combo. Get in line. Try to figure it out. You don't figure it out. You get back in line. All these people will try it. You unlock it. That keg belongs to you and might be worth $5,000 from my friends at Four Peaks. Action Ride Shop. Mavericks. This is a good deal. This is big. So we can't wait to drop this stuff on you, uh, Easter Keg Friday. But tomorrow is Keg 1. You can walk away with the first one. And and that means that if that's the winner, Friday's a huge waste of time. Yeah, sleep in. Fantastic. That you wouldn't have to do a thing Friday and everybody else wasted their time. There's five or six kegs. What are it, five kegs that are worth 500 on top yeah. of it? Got a load of them. We're ready to go. So Easter Keg's uh, breathing down our neck. We're uh, we're going to be all over that for uh, tomorrow morning. So get ready. Could you get a $5,000 Thursday for you. We're done. Have a great Thursday, thanks to Marcus Mang. Sunday nights, 9 to midnight, his Easter special. It's uh, it's like an Andy Williams Christmas, only an Easter. It's amazing. <laughs> if be. Andy Williams was murdered and gutted. <laughs> yes, if he was gutted and splayed out in a blood eagle. Uh, we're done. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow on the Morning Sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever friends. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face.